Trying to tan my cheeks. What? This is how I roll. Come on, ladies, it's time to go. We headed to the bar, baby. Don't be nervous. No shoes, no shirt, and I still get service. Watch. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Everybody stops and is staring at me. I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. Check it out. Check it out. Wiggle, 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 yeah. Wiggle, 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 yeah. Wiggle, 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 yeah. Wiggle, 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 yeah, yeah. Do the wiggle, man. I'll do the wiggle, man.
stream, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle. Dance, caress a speaker that booms. I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom. Deadly, when I play a dope melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it, you better gain weight. You better hit bulls out of kid, don't play. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. So I continue to A1A Girls were hot wearing less than bikinis Rock men lovers driving Lamborghinis Jealous cause I'm out getting mine Shade with the gauge and vanilla with the nine Ready for the chumps on the wall The chumps acting ill because they're full of eight ball Gunshots ranged out like a bell I grabbed my nine all I heard was shells Falling on the concrete real fast Jumped in my car, slammed on the gas Bumper to bumper, the avenue's packed I'm trying to get away before the jack is jacked Police on the scene, you know what I mean? They pass me up, could run it all the dope fiends. If there was a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it.
Allergies. Cowardice and weak-willed men. And hazelnuts. Sexual history. Epic and private. Epic, yes, indeed. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to a Friday edition of the Arnie State Show. Thank you so much for being here uh, on this kind of gloomy morning. I guess it's fucking going to rain again. I mean, it was perfect yesterday. Sunny and like 70 degrees. It was awesome. Went out, was out and about. It was fantastic getting that vitamin D. And now you get the fucking rain again. Ah, criminy. Jeez. I guess I just can't be happy about anything. Um, lots of stuff to get to on the show. I mean, kind of mood today. Uh, not, not necessarily like that mood I was in the other day where I went on that epic rant for pretty much two and a half hours. Um, but I, I, I'm, I'm getting close to there because we have a lot of stuff to discuss today. Not uh, a lot of stupidity in the world. And I know we talk about the stupidity in the world, but we got a lot of that to discuss this morning. But, but before we get to any of that, let me say my good mornings. And, uh, first, before I even say good mornings, Christopher, the movie review that you outsourced, fantastic job. Bravo. Hey, everybody, everybody right now, unless you're driving. Christopher, his beautiful wife, way out of his league, obviously. Uh, Rebecca decided to review this week's movie, which is Magic Mike, Last Dance. I just want to say thank God this fucking movie's come out because now WTBS or whatever it is, TBS, can advertise something else. I feel like I've seen the movie where he's, he's down on his luck and now this rich woman picks him up and they choreograph the, the story of his life. And it goes on to be like the, like, like, like the, uh, the, the what was it, Hamilton. 
Yeah, the, the, the Hamill, the, it becomes the new big thing on Broadway. She says the choreography's great. It's a great movie. Good story, decent story, all that kind of stuff. Rebecca did a wonderful job. Christopher, great job. Man, oh, man, the movie reviews here are, are phenomenal. So there you go. We got the movie review uh, that is up right now on the social medias. Check that out. Um also, this weekend, it came out yesterday, I believe, the uh, new season of You on Netflix. I know there's a lot of people that have watched that. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm, I'm a junkie. I'm a huge junkie. I like it. I like that show a lot. Now, there's a new show coming to Netflix, and I saw a trailer for it yesterday. Um, uh, let, let, let me just say, I'm very protective when it comes to the king. I, I love Elvis. Elvis is the only artist, I, I, and I fight with myself over this. If I could go back in time and only see one artist, who would it be? And, I mean, I, 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 was, I got to see Jerry Lee, so I, I'm good there. I never got to see Freddie Mercury, and he was he, he a top one. He is, he is one of the big ones there. Frank Sinatra, I never got to see him. Um, Pavarotti. I, I sent my parents to go see Pavarotti, but there, there's only one person I'd ever go back in time and see, and it's Elvis Presley. But there's a new animated series where Elvis retires from show business and he becomes a spy. And it's voiced by Matthew McConaughey. And Matthew McConaughey doesn't do any kind of Elvis voice. He just does Matthew McConaughey. I'm going to have to watch this for an episode because it looks like it's one of these animated, really gory, violent shows. I don't know. I, I, I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of scared. But I, I saw a preview for that. So I, I, I'm just sharing with y'all what, what is out there to see. Let's say some good mornings here, shall we? Well, Lottie frickin' done! Straight fire, first in the house. He says, well, Monday through Thursday, Dunn got kicked in the nuts. Say hello to Fry Yay ass. Well, good morning, my friend. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in this house. Jesus H. Christ. Holy dog shit. Texas only steers and queers come from Texas. And you don't much look like a steer to me, so that kind of narrows it down. And you motherfuckers need Jesus. All right. Well, Braddy Kid has a lot to say today. I hope you have a spectacular day today. Andrew says, holy shit, it's Friday. So new listener Courtney and I finally went to Portillo's. Holy shit, is it good? Well, I, I mean... It, Y'all going to make me do it? I mean... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you yeah, so. Yeah, uh, one thing we were not ready for was how busy it was. Well, I mean... Um, yes! Everyone can eat shit! That. Yeah. A big bag of shit! Yeah. <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! First time we tried to go was, uh, wasn't around dinner time on Friday. That was a huge mistake. We couldn't even get in the parking lot. I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot! Uh, we had to, uh, go on a weekday between lunch and dinner and get in. Even then it's still busy, but a hundred percent worth the hassle. I, I, I mean, say my name. I, I, I did tell you all that. And, uh, I know that I'm going there next week. Uh, now, now here's the thing, Andrew, I need your help. You, you, you got the Italian sausage sandwich or the, the Italian beef, the Italian beef. Okay. What kind of cheese did you get on there? See, cause I got it last time with the mozzarella. 
But uh, I, I don't know. Should I go cheddar? Should I go American? Should I go cheese sauce? Because I'm getting it dipped again. Oh, yeah. Hot dogs are fantastic. Uh, everything there is great. So there you go. Hangtown Jen is in the house. She says, uh, happy Friday ass. Well, happy Friday to you and... And now it's time for another poop word of the day. Today, instead of saying you're going to go take a poop, just say you're going to go grunt and hope for the best. There you go. That's a that's a wonderful sentiment here on a Friday. <laughs> you're going to go grunt and wish for the best. Yo, ditch that zero and get with the hero. Ladies, don't forget to check out today's Ask Review Magic Mike 3 by my wife, Rebecca. Yes, we covered that. Fantastic review. Not gay ass gay guy says boner D ass. Jen goes on to say vanilla ice is like the starter set for us white folks who want to rap along. Easy, slow, simple words like white people dance moves. We can't fuck up. No, no, we can't. Douglas says, happy Friday, ass family. Stinkfist says, good morning, ass. Two more days and then off to Las Vegas. Ah, very nice. Ahoy, Sanchez family. Douglas says, no rain here in Cali. Whitewash says, good morning, ass family. Uh, Ugh. Braddy Kids says, bullshit. I overheard Christopher taking dance lessons studying that movie for Valentine's Day. I saw three Oscar-nominated movies the other day. Uh, The kind of movies nobody likes. Ugh. I don't want to see that. Uh, what about Nirvana? Uh, made it. Happy Friday, y'all. I heard their shows were a blast. Was there ever, ever a death match of the best dead artist we could see if we could? No, I haven't done that. Well, boy, that would be a wonderful one to bring the uh, celebrity-ass death match back to. Best dead artist we'd see again. Oh, I like that. Or we'd see. You, you could have seen them. Oh, I like this. Oh, we, we might have something for uh, next week. Not Monday. Monday is going to be the Super Bowl wrap-up show. We, we got a couple Super Bowl things I'm going to hit here at the top, but, but Monday's show, and well, I'm going to cover all the commercials. I have avoided the commercials like the plague this year because I want to see if they're bringing it back. We'll see. I, I don't have a lot of hope for it. But I like that. Hold on. Let, let me get the, the, the piece of paper in here. Um, dead artists we'd like to see. Oh, this is going to be a good one. This one might be on Tuesday. I like that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. How are you, my friend? Andrew says, I didn't get any cheese. I'd say go cheddar, and the cheese sauce is just okay. All right, good to know. Good to know it's just okay. Provolone is the best for Italian beef. Oh, okay. I'll maybe think of that. What, no shotgun blast? Well, I'm reading fast here. Things are going big. We were talking about the Nirvana show being a blast. There it is. There you go. Sorry, I didn't mean to disappoint there. Uh, Timmy and Nicole, Nicole, good morning, ass family, and happy freaking Friday. All right, so Super Bowl, or the Bowl of Superness, is this Sunday, 3.30 West Coast time, 5.30. Yesterday I said Montana time. It was Mountain time, 4.30, Central time, 3.30, and uh, or 5.30, and then 6.30 on the East Coast. I'm glad I don't live on the East Coast. I'm so happy I don't live on the East Coast. Just for the simple fact. <laughs> oh, oh, bratty kid. You know what? You're so funny. You're so funny. 
Do you know why I missed your FaceTime call last night? It's because you called the show phone. You donkey. <laughs> I I oh oh I have to uh we I have to put a halt to the show right now. Um Braddy Kid and I have already done our, our Valentine's Day stuff. We, we are going to go, and, and actually we're going to Portillo's on Tuesday. That was her idea. Um, so we're going to go there Tuesday for Valentine's Day. Um, but if you didn't see the picture, uh, for Valentine's Day, she is a huge fan of Legos. And Braddy Kid won't buy herself anything. So um, I got her the new giant Lego uh, jazz club set. Now she's almost done, and it's not even Valentine's Day. But then yesterday, um, Braddy Kid uh, got got my Valentine's Day. And uh, I told you guys about a week ago that I got the pictures of the programs, of, of the program for my first wrestling show, which is what I want to hang up in my office, and that's what I want to see first thing every day uh, is that. Uh, Braddy Kid, yesterday, her and I went to, we went to Walmart first and, and, they, they, they I, I set the pictures up to get printed and all that kind of stuff, and I went back an hour later, and they were fucked up. They are all fucked up. So I was like, okay, well, no big deal. I, I mean, I wasn't happy, but I wasn't, you know, stomping around breaking shit. Um, then Braddy Kid went back last night, and she got them, and they're so phenomenal. And we're going to, like, put them together this week with the pictures. So that was her, and I just want to say thank you. That's one of the greatest gifts I've ever received in my entire life, and I say thank you very, very, very much. So there you go. Um, so there. there. I wanted to get that out there before we started into the show. Uh, let's see. Uh, thank you much better now. Uh, I see that Lego kit. Not a bad gift, my man. No, and... And th- this is the thing. We have a list up on our, on, on our fridge because I collect everything. I mean, I got hats. I got T-shirts, sunglasses, watches. I, I have it all, right? Brady Kid doesn't collect shit. And, and I'm glad because then there's only one, and, and I get to collect all the shit. But she loves Legos. And, and and not just – and it can't be like, you know, the Marvel Legos or the Star Wars Legos. She likes, like, the whole town feature thing, right? And she's got all these things. I mean, we have Legos all over, and she is like a master builder. Literally, she opened the box like a day and a half ago, and she only has, like, three bags left on this thing. Better than the 9-11 coffee table book. Worst gift ever. That in a flask. The 9-11 coffee table book still fucking rains. So you collect H-E-L-L-A shit. Yes, yes, I have a lot of shit. I'm almost a hoarder, but I'm not. But the only thing that she really likes and collects is, is Lego. And it's tough because, man, some of these sets are outdated. Or, or they, they, they've stopped making them. Which I don't understand. That's stupid. Um, but then you can buy them on the secondary market and like brand new boxes, and the markup is insanity. But hey, that's the goal: is to get it all done. So uh, we're working on that one piece at a time. Clutter. <laughs> that's what you have. You have clutter. I don't have clutter. My stuff has meaning. Okay, can we start the damn show now? 
Let's go. First, we got to start with stuff from the NFL last night. They held their awards ceremony. Um, Patrick Mahomes won the MVP. Uh, he destroyed Jalen Hurts in the voting. Wow, Jalen Hurts wasn't even close. And a lot of people said, Jalen Hurts deserves the MVP. Well, Patrick Mahomes said, no, I'll, I'll go ahead and just take this home. I'm loving my choice to move here to Virginia, but I can say I did not think through the time difference, mainly sporting events, baseball games that don't start till 7. What the fuck? The bowl of superness not till 6.30. I can't stay up through the whole thing. I'm too old for that shit. We need to compromise and start these games three hours earlier. I used to complain about 3.30 start time. Now I'm missing those days. Oh, Jen, it's even worse. I'm going to tell you what, it's even worse. If you're on the East Coast and you're a fan of a West Coast team in the playoffs and they play on the West Coast, that's 10.30 your time or 10 o'clock your time it starts. I'll never forget that, that horrible golf trip that I had to go on that one time where the guy told me his dream in life was to double-team a chick with his son. Real story, people. The uh, That was the year that the A's, it was the Moneyball year. To put it in context for all you non-baseball fans. When they got knocked out by the Twins in the first round. Um, I remember because the A's were a great story going into the postseason. And uh, Scab was on that trip, and he was a big A's fan. And I'll never forget, <laughs> I'm trying to stay up and watch the beginning of this game, and it's weird because it's 1030 at night. It's dark. In West Palm Beach, oh, they roll the sidewalks up at like 6 o'clock. There is no traffic. Nothing's happening. It's like we're in the middle of a swamp, which we are. And I see bright, sunny skies in Oakland, California that night. I'm like, come on, man. How do people on the East Coast live? As soon as new Lego modular sets come out, the eBay vultures scoop them up as many as possible to jack up those prices. It pretty much drove me out of Legos. Oh, it's fucking terrible. There's like a set that's like $2,000. $2,000 for Legos. Get you a $2,000 Lego set, I'm getting that damn Rolex. And I ain't talking about the damn Lego Rolex neither. Um... So, yeah, so Patrick Mahomes won the MVP. Giants coach Brian Dahlball was named the coach of the year. I kind of saw that one coming. Comeback player of the year was Seattle quarterback Geno Smith. And then the, this, this is just garbage. Oh, this just pisses me off. The Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, a lot of people say that's probably one of the more prestigious awards to win because it shows about how charitable you are. And I got to say, they gave it to the most charitable quarterback in the fucking league. Nobody gave away more interceptions than Dak Prescott. So good job getting the Walter Payton Award. Uh, not surprised at all. I think PM is probably the best quarterback in the league right now. And I say that as a chief-hating Raiders fan. Mahomes is going to be challenging TV's record another 10, 15 years. I disagree, and I'll tell you why here in a second. I know I'll find Mike up in the middle of the night not watching porn. No, it's baseball, because why not put a game on at 10 p.m.? Fuck, I'll catch the highlights in the morning. Oh, you pay for the shipping? Uh, I'll pick it up for you. Our store always stocked. I've never had any issues, okay? 
It weirds me out during college football season when it's dark here in the mountain time zone and the Pac-12 games are still in the first quarter and it's light outside. Yeah, I've never gotten over that. Never, ever in my – it's so weird to me to see that. Um, I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poop, pay me. Ah, Friday. It's a happy Friday, y'all. This is Alicia. Today is my actual Sunday, lame, but glad to have the ass show. Glad to have you here. Freddy Kids says morning, bestie. Uh, so Dak Prescott won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Okay, great. Good for you, dickhead. Now, um, other stuff in the um, – oh, last night they announced the NFL Hall of Fame, class of 2023. I got to say, there's a, a few people on this list that, that make me scratch my head. Starting with Rondé Barber. Rondé Barber was a good player, a Hall of Famer. I don't know. I don't know. Coach Don Coriel, Air Coriel. Oh, yeah. He, I thought he was already in the Hall of Fame. Guy who brought the Chargers into any kind of prominence. Chuck Howley from the Dallas Cowboys, the only NFL player to win the MVP award of a Super Bowl and play on a losing team. That's Chuck Howley. Chuck Howley was a great cowboy. Look, I love it when any cowboy goes into the Hall of Fame, so I'll be happy about that. Joe Klecko for the New York Jets. He was around with Mark Gastineau. Joe Klecko, I ain't got a problem with him going in there. That's okay. Darrell Revis, no, absolutely not. Not a Hall of Famer. Absolute awful human being. Would not honor his contract with the Jets. I blame Darrell Revis for single-handedly ruining the Jets since Rex Ryan left there. Darrell Revis, hell no. Ken Riley, cornerback. Mm. Joe Thomas, left tackle. Mm. Last two, Zach Thomas, linebacker for the Dolphins and Cowboys. Zach Thomas, good player from Texas Tech, went to the NFL, was a hard-nosed player. Eh, Okay. All right. And the last one is an obvious one. Demarcus Ware for the Dallas Cowboys, absolutely, positively, yes. But Darren Darren Woodson didn't get in? The all-time leader in Cowboys tackles? I'm not happy about that, but there you go. There's the uh, the the Hall of Fame. That sucks, man. Darren Woodson deserved to get in there. Derek says, "Good morning, ass family. Another day off, and thank God it is finally fucking Friday. Indeed, to that. Um, a couple more sports things here. Um." We'll get the sports out of the way. Uh, the University of Texas and the University of Choklahoma uh, both have agreed to pay the Big 12 $100 million each to leave the Big 12 conference. So they pretty much got mafiaed out. 
and they will be entering the SEC in 2024, meaning this next season will be the last season of the Big 12 as it matters because Texas and Oklahoma are leaving, making this year's Red River shootout even bigger. They're going to join the uh, the SEC. I still haven't really, I don't know, wrapped my arms around all that, but whatever. I mean, it's good for the school. They'll make more money. They can get more uh, exposure, all that kind of stuff. Good, good. Uh, so that happened yesterday. This other story, I tell you what, man, Brett Favre is something else. Brett Favre is, I watched uh, Real Sports a couple weeks ago. They were doing a a free preview of HBO. And they had uh, one of my favorite shows when I used to have HBO. They had uh, Real Sports on. And I loved that show. It it was a very, very different take on sports stories. Uh, A lot from the, the far left, which I didn't appreciate. But at least it opened my mind to where it made me start to think. They did a story about Brett Favre. Brett Favre, who was uh, the favorite child of the state of Mississippi, if you will. And how he encouraged state lawmakers to um, take money from welfare projects. Now, this is all alleged on them. I'm not saying he did it. I, because I don't want to be a part of this lawsuit that he has going against Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee. The the um, the alleged thing happened when he he spoke to state lawmakers and they took money from welfare projects and they put it into a a a volleyball gymnasium at the college that his daughter went and played volleyball at. That's the gist of it. And then there was other money that allegedly got relocated from other welfare issues. And these were all happening, by the way, right during and after the pandemic when the welfare was being taken away. So um, uh, Brett Favre has filed a lawsuit against um, um, State Auditor Shad White whose office first discovered the fraudulent spending that ultimately led to criminal charges against six people, accuses White of shamelessly and falsely attacking Favre's good name to advance his political career. Uh, Favre was not ever criminally charged. White has made egregious and false defamatory statements accusing Favre of stealing taxpayers' funds knowing missing, and knowingly misusing funds designed to serve poor folks. Now, why is he suing? Why is he suing Pat McAfee? Um, Favre's lawsuit against Sharp uh, is when Skip claimed that is defamed by saying his broadcast that Favre was a sorry mofo to steal from the lowest of the low. Similar allegations were made in a lawsuit filed by Favre against uh, Pat McAfee. McAfee called Favre a thief who was stealing from poor people in Mississippi. The suit also accuses McAfee of making similar remarks on Twitter. <laughs> well, this is going to fucking play out well. Boy, nothing says fun like lawsuits over people exercising their First Amendment rights. Now, is it slanderous to say this of him? Well, it kind of is, but why isn't he mentioning HBO's Real Sports? Being because they didn't use the terrible name of thief or sorry mofo. 
They're accusing you of the exact same thing. I'm not. First of all, I don't care because I don't live in Mississippi. Secondly, I don't care because I don't fucking like Brett Favre. Never have, never will. The best thing about Brett Favre is Brett Favre couldn't beat the Cowboys. You could count on three things in life in the 90s. Death, taxes, and the Cowboys beating the Packers twice a year. As much money as he received, the rest was uh, in, uh, interpreted, just like his career, intercepted, just like his career. Please let Shannon Sharp be served papers live on the air. Oh, let him be in the same room with him. Shannon Sharp is a man. I, I'm just, look, look, Shannon Sharp could be the next coming of Michael Clark Duncan, but way more articulate. That dude is a straight beast. Yeah, Shannon Sharp is not a guy I would fuck with. If I was walking down a dark alley and Shannon Sharp was walking toward me and Mike Tyson was coming the other way, I'd kill myself. I don't want any of them. Good God. All right, so we got that on there with a uh, good old, good old uh, dipshit. Now, now look here, talking about good old dipshits. <sighs> Whoopi Goldberg, come on, man, just come on, man. Oh, I, I just want you to hear what she has to say. I'm, I'm not even going to preface it. Never this is not thought her. I would get in a trash business. It wasn't a dream of mine or anything. I've been so lucky. I dreamed of having a thousand. Take a second. People, Joy and I were having fun yesterday. And oh, once again, yeah, yeah. you have taken it to some other place. We have been friends for a hundred years. <laughs> We've been friends for a hundred years. Uh, you know, first of all, if I was upset with Joy, I would never do it on the show. No. <laughs> I would tell Joy something was bothering me. Please, you know, y'all are making it hard to have fun. And now, and now surprise, I'm surprise, surprise. What? You were making jokes, and people interpreted it wrong, and they want you removed for saying those jokes? Golly. And now you're telling people to settle down? Hold on a second. Let's see what stupid bitch yeah, says. Now, because, you know, this is this is a show. We're, uh, we're on. We do our thing for an hour. We don't get to joke a whole bunch because we're doing a whole lot of different things. But when we are joking, please don't run with it. They need to just write you know, just they Don't, have don't be read. lazy with your writing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just... just Listen, it's our two rag sheets. It's not, you know, it's, I mean, yes, most people but, understand but, but what you know. You, what? I, I, you know what? No. Uh-uh. No. No. Fuck you. Fuck you right in the butt. Mm-mm. You, no, 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 no. See, I, we, we, wait, 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 no. This is bullshit. I've sat around. I have watched comedians, uh, shows. Everybody get canceled for making jokes. 
And now that it's starting to happen to that side right there, oh, no, it's just jokes, people. Oh, is it just jokes? Why wasn't it just jokes when Andrew Dice Clay used to make those jokes? Hmm? Why wasn't that just jokes then? Oh, these things matter. These words matter. You can't joke anymore. And now... The Twat Waffle Extreme, Whoopi Goldberg, scolds the media for ruining jokes. I am done. Uh Uh-uh. We are not going to do this double standard. We are not going to play the game here, no, because this is bullshit. You either welcome all those people that you canceled due to jokes and I'm not talking about Harvey Weinstein or, 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 or monsters like that. I'm talking about people that made jokes. You need to welcome them all back into the fray and give them some back pay, maybe. That's bullshit. I saw that story yesterday, and my blood started to fucking boil. How many of these things, ask family, I, I always ask you this the same question all the time, and I'm sure you're tired of hearing it. I'm tired of repeating it. When is enough going to be enough? We, we, we had a governor in the state of California that closed down all wineries except his own. That wasn't enough? We, we had the, these people doing all these things that we weren't allowed to do, and that wasn't enough. When is it going to be enough? This is enough for me. Fuck you. Don't ever fucking try to come after anything I ever say. I dare you, motherfuckers. Oh, fuck. Free speech matters, yep. Was the house slave getting uppity with her Jewish mistress? Finally coming to bite them in the ass, right? Don't be lazy with your writing. Don't be lazy with your horrible opinions and correct yourselves when you're wrong 100% of the time. Not gay, as guy said. Uh, Link, let's see what we got here. Goldberg defends dance and says critics are out of line. <laughs> what was that? That was, oh, it, oh, this is back in 1993. Ted Danson once put blackface on when he was married to Whoopi Goldberg. Obviously, that was a very cocaine-riddled fucking time during Ted Danson's life. Um, But that's another one. And and by the way, not gay-ass gay guy, thank you. What about all those people that were canceled for, for blackface? It's okay now? I mean, the Prime Minister of Canada has been caught in it on five separate occasions. Five separate occasions. Jimmy Kimmel's done it. Howard Stern's done it. And Ted Adanson has done it. No repercussions to them. I find it interesting. I just find the the hypocrisy of the day so delicious and satisfying when I can point it out. And then that side just chooses not to listen. Hmm. Yeah, well, you know, it is what it is. You're going to piss this side off. 
I, I, I'm just telling you. I, I, I've warned people of this since those, those stupid-ass peaceful protests started. Hell, I started warning people about this in 2016. You remember, the, let's go back in time. Let's, let's just do this, shall we? Let's go back in time just a little bit, not too far. If I can find the fucking sound effect, there it is. There we are, back in 2016. I remember saying that the election was going to be a lot closer than anybody thought. That's all I said. I was doing a sports show at the time in Reno. I used my years of experience in watching elections, you know, seeing the pollsters, mainly watching rallies, things like that. And I said, you know what? It's going to be a lot closer than anybody thinks. I was read the riot at by this fucking stupid liberal twat waffle that ran my, my board. I was pretty much her boss, and I could have told her just to shut the fuck up. But I didn't. I listened. She ran down about how bad Donald Trump is grabbing women in the pussy and all. And it was on the same radio station uh, floor, the second floor. Here's a funny story. Um, when I went back to Reno, there was a. We never had this divide in Reno when I was there. But I saw it in Sacramento and I'd seen it in every market that I worked in. You have the you have the programming side and you have the sales side. Now sometimes those two sides work together and it's glorious and and everything is fucking pie in the sky. Anything you request, you pretty much get. It's a wonderful world that hardly ever exists. Then you've got the, the two other extremes where the, it's like oil and water and then nothing works and everything falls apart. Or it's just the fact that the sales side is so good and the programming side is so good, they can't fuck anything up. They might not work together, but boy, they make a lot of money. And that's what Sacramento turned into. And there's a giant divide. And I never liked that about radio. I liked, I liked when, when 98 Rock, when I was on 98 Rock, and we had our own sales team, and we had our own programming our pro, uh, promotion team. We were a family. We had our own interns. We, we, we watched each other's back. We might have talked shit about the afternoon show of Paul, uh, Paul uh, Marshall then, but we loved him because he was family. It's like Pat Martin was our overseer, and, and, and here we are. And we're a family. And that all got taken away when they cut up the sales force and things, and it, it got to be weird. But I knew that when I went back to Reno, Reno was always that family feel. And I remember I told him, I was like, you know, I, I don't like that device. Oh, we don't have that here in Reno. I kid you not. I'm going all this way to tell you the story for this simple fact here. We don't have a divide between sales and programming here. The truth is that the first floor was all sales and the second floor was all programming. <laughs> we didn't see each other. We didn't work together. It was completely divided, and that's the way they wanted it. And it was, it was so weird. 
But I was on the second floor of that uh, of that building with all these crazy liberals who said they never heard a guy say, grab her by the pussy. And what happened? Donald Trump won. You look back at all these elections, at these things and these people, and it started in 2016 when the day after the election, a girl at that radio station called in sick because she couldn't believe Hillary lost. I would have fired her on the spot. But I didn't have that position. I think I said that on the air. <laughs> that did not go over well. I didn't give a fuck, though. Um, and I didn't hoot and holler because Donald Trump won either. I just said, I told you it was going to be close. Oh, this is the end. This is the end of America. All that kind of shit, right? Remember the first day, uh, people were chanting, not my president, not my president. Thousands of people showed up. And I, I took note of that. I was like, hmm. And they said it back then. And I'll say it today. I've told you. Don't wake this side up. The reason why we weren't out there in 2020 at, 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 in Delaware outside his house yelling he's not our president to Joe Biden is for one simple fact. We all have jobs. We all have responsibilities. We all know that people depend on us, and just because we didn't get our way, we're not going to shut down everything. Why? Because that's the kind of people that we are. Don't do it to us. Do not wake this side up. You've woken the extreme side of this side up. And, and, and they're, they're god-awful and they're vile people. I won't stand up for them. But the more of them you wake up, see, it's like a domino effect. And you start to wake up, the more people that are more centrally idealized and really fed up with the entire system. And once they have felt that, that feeling of enough is enough and they're awoken, you're going to have problems. You're going to have major problems in this country. Major, ma- and I don't want to see it. I'm not calling it for, I, 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 look, it's the last thing I want to see happen. But you keep fucking around and you're going to keep finding out. Uh, let's see. Um, California is fucked. Uh, he closed all those businesses and shat on the citizens and then still won two elections. Yeah, that's Gavin Newsom. Douglas, did you see my Facebook post about farmers not being allowed to pump recent rainwater in California? It just about blew a gasket. Christopher, I've been meaning to talk about that. I wanted to talk about that the other day when you saw it. Um, and, and I'm not being a dick here. Th- this, I promise, I'm not being a dick. But you remember when all those rains happened and all that water happened? What did I say? I said California was going to piss that shit away. And I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn. But toot, toot. Why can't they collect that water in reservoirs? 
All these floods, all this stuff, they're counting on the snowpack melting to get into. They don't have any groundwater. Well, at least not in central and northern California. Wink, wink. Do me a favor this year. If you're ever flying between Sacramento and L.A. or San Diego, when you leave the airport, make sure you try to look for a golf course. And there's a golf course right by the Sacramento airport. It's called Teal Bend. Not really a good course, but not a bad course. Average. And I want you to look at it and see how brown it is. Now, I'm talking like July, maybe August. Okay, and then when you fly into L.A., just look towards any golf course down there and see how the lack of brown it is down there. Oh, and Palm Springs, too. Christopher, I, 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 I really appreciate it. I watched a lot of that video, more than I probably should have watched, um, about that, about how they have squandered millions of gallons of water that they could have used. They don't care. They don't care about the Central Valley. Hell, they got Bill Gates to lean on for all the agricultural stuff now. We're all going to have synthetic everything pretty soon. He thinks that that, that the, the richer uh, countries in this world, Bill Gates thinks you should all eat synthetic beef. No. Haven't you seen how bad synthetic heroin is? It's called fentanyl. Um, the shortlist of Newsom made a last-minute law that forbid the state from pumping any more than about 25% capacity. Fucking retarded. Newsom wants a shortage of water as it helps him fuck us over. Newsom is a motherfucker. He better never show his fucking face in Fresno. Was the uh, one of the plastic blonde stripper that did the morning show? <laughs> <laughs> No. A lot of them did wake up and then did something historically fucking stupid, invade the Capitol, yeah? Oh, yeah, oh, hey, you know what, Ogre, you're absolutely right. Now, I I had a, I I don't know if you were here for it the other day, but I asked this question because we have to get into this whole fucking trans shit. There's a bunch of trans shit happening, I want to get it out of the way and be done with it for the week. Um, but we have to talk about it. Um, the other day in Oklahoma, the Oklahoma State Capitol was besieged upon by hundreds and hundreds of protesters protesting for transgender rights. Here's my question. Why were none of them arrested? Because they besieged a Capitol building. They took it over. And 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 look, look, we can watch the videos and... Look, I don't agree with what happened on January 6th, first and foremost. I do not agree with it. I, I do not. Look, those people, they went they went into the people's building, but I guess you can't go in there. And they were arrested, and, and a lot of them are in prison. Every day you hear a story about somebody who was a part of the January 6th, and they've got like three years in prison. What about those people in Oklahoma? Shouldn't they be arrested too? 
Consistency, logic, fuck your feelings. Christopher says toot toot. Using common sense in California state government, not so common. I just played Teal Bend last week. Not a bad course at all. No, it's okay. Decent hot dogs, too. Very brown with even all the rain. L&A doesn't stop watering even when it's running into the gutters, lakes around the malls. Meanwhile, we're shipping water to them nonstop. Correct the mundo. That's where all your water's going, people. Correct the mundo. Fix California. Vote AIG in 2023. Hell no. I'm not going back there. No, y'all are going to have to change that place a lot before I even... No. No, I'm home. I am home. I, I can't spell home any more capital than T-E-X-A-S. I'll be playing Palm Desert again in April. Great golf courses. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're fantastic down there. Are we talking about car transmissions now? Because my toy <laughs> identifies as a stick shift. What are tranny rights? The right to drive a manual. They can't arrest them. What jail did they go into? That's a whole different can of worms. You're right about that, Hangtown Mike. Good morning to you, my friend. All right. I this this is the I want to start here because this just shows the utter stupidity of virtue signaling. U.S. female soccer star Alex Morgan says that she supports the inclusion of transgender kids playing youth sports in competitions against the gender they identify with instead of their biological sex. (sighs) Now, let's put that into ass terms. That means little boys who think they're little girls can now play in the girls' league. Hey, Alex Morgan, how about we do this? You know what? Before I I do this, I I, I need to be put in a good mood to do this, and this always does. Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato! Round here, we speak American. There we go. Uh, Maid says, good morning, ass, and AIG Japanese word of the day is goshi niku. Translation, synthetic meat. Ugh. I hate this bitch. Well, there, you sound retarded. So, goodbye, girl sport. I'd love to see a 200-pound MMA fighter take on a woman. Boys have it. No, 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 no. Remember, we fixed that. We fixed that. It's no longer that. Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. No, no, it's... Boys have penises and girls have diabetes. See, yeah, they have diabetes. Can't say they have vaginas because that might trigger somebody. Um. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Under twelve mixed anyways. Not when I was a kid. Um. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Now I. I let me. Let me tell this. Um. Let me. Uh, I played for a little league team. Um called the Bears. And this team, we, we had a coach. And, and, and I practice, look, look, here's the thing. I love playing baseball as a kid. I think I was 11 at the time. 
And uh, my dad always made me hit with a wooden bat in practice. So in games, I'd always hit use an aluminum bat, and the ball would go fucking so much further. And a lot of the play, the, a lot of the fields that we played at didn't have fences. And I didn't find my 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 speed button until later in life. So I was a heavy kid who couldn't run that fast. And a lot of balls that I hit, they would just back them kids up, and I'd still hit it over their heads, right? But I would end up being a double. Maybe some days I could leg out a triple, but I'd really have to hit the ball far for that. We only played at a couple places that that had fences, and then my coaches wouldn't play me in those games. This guy named, uh, we'll, we'll call him John Kimbrough. And he was this coach that was all about Hey, he, he, he instilled, he was this liberal prick before I knew what liberal pricks were. He wanted everybody to have a good time and to have fun because that's what it's all about, kids. It's all about fun. I was raised by a Korean War veteran that taught me winning isn't the only, it, winning isn't everything, it's the only thing. Okay, that's the way I was raised. I practiced baseball. I mean, we stole, we, we would get the, um, going to batting cages when I was a kid, the balls were like this really hard rubber, and they were heavier than baseball, so you could strengthen your arm by throwing them. And we would throw them from one side of the, the street to the other, and we would make diving catches in the yard. And we practiced, and we practiced, and we practiced, and we hit. We'd go to the batting cages whenever we could. Because it was fun for us, right? And that's what made it great. I remember being on this team, and uh, he gave me I, – I, I always wore the number 17 because that's my birthday. Always wore it, except that one year. He gave me number three because he, I, he said I reminded him of Babe Ruth, mainly because I was fat and hit the ball far. And I'll never forget we had a kid on that team, and – we're, we're sitting in practice one day, one of the very first practice. We're giving each other names. And there's a kid on my name, team named Jimmy Baker. Jimmy Baker had hit a growth spurt. Jimmy Baker was like six foot tall at 11 years old. Uncoordinated as fuck, though. But Jimmy was my boy. And, uh, and Jimmy didn't hold back. Jimmy was the first person I ever heard call somebody the N-word. Like, I heard my dad use it, but he never called somebody that. So uh, we're, we're sitting in practice, and this kid goes, my name's Ashley, and blah, blah, blah. And Jimmy, boy, Jimmy didn't have a filter. Jimmy goes, Ashley, that's a girl's name. And Ashley goes, I am a girl. And I realized in this first practice that I was on the team with the girl. I had a girl on my team. And and let's not let's not try to romanticize any of this. Let me let me tell you real world experience, people. The world ain't the bad news bears. Tatum O'Neill did not show up once that season for us. Ashley was short and could not swing a bat. The ball would come in, it would bounce three feet in front of the plate, and she would swing at it and miss. Her batting average our season was .000, yet she started every game. Now, 
So did she put out? Let's go to the next season, shall we? The next season, and, and I had a great season. I hit like fucking. My dad would keep all my stats for me. Uh, I was going through some of my dad's stuff the other day. My dad still has my first over the fence home run ball, and I still have it. Every time I see it, I cry uh, because he kept it uh, for so long, and it means the world to me that he kept it forever. Um, but the next year I signed with this team and this was the good team and everybody in the league knew I was one of the better players and I did not play for the fireballs and the fireballs were the team. Let me tell you why the fireballs were the team. Fireballs didn't have the shitty YMCA uniforms. Uh, uh, they didn't have the shitty white pants and then whatever YMCA fucking Jersey you got as a kid. They had their own custom jerseys. Oh yeah. And. And real leggings. Oh, yeah. So you had real leggings on this team. And the the, the polyester was the, the finest polyester that you could buy. <laughs> and, of course, I got my number 17 back. And uh, I'll never forget, my grandma went out and bought me a pair of white Nike Sharks. And I remember taking my picture, my, my game picture, and bright white shoes. It was the last time I ever really wanted to wear white shoes was when I was a kid. Man, I was so proud of that outfit. And I had the season of seasons. I hit over 600 that season. Once again, didn't play at a lot of places. They had fences. And this team was diabolical. We had a, we had a kid on our team. His name was Bradley. I hope you guys don't mind this story, but I, I love telling the story because this shows the the gender disassociation, all this kind of bullshit. This kid Bradley on the team, his dad was the assistant coach. And Bradley, I thought I was competitive until I met Bradley. And I remember playing against Bradley. I hated playing against him. Boy, but I tell you what, one of the greatest teammates I ever had Oh, boy, that guy, I'd go in a foxhole with that guy. He, one time, the ball was thrown, he played first base, and he pitched. He was left-handed. He was fucking impossible to fucking hit. Um, but he's playing first base. The throw's thrown off the bag, right? And Bradley, is because dad and him practiced all the time, Bradley was a phenomenal athlete. He grabbed it and fucking... He came down with it, and he tagged the kid so hard, the kid fucking flew like two feet in the air, and you could hear the kid's arm break when he hit the ground. Oh, my God. That dude was competitive. So this was the same season where I took the catcher out that was about half my size, and I asked my dad if he got a picture of it. And that catcher I took out was on... The Bears. You know, the team I played with the year before. John Kimbrough's team. By the way, Ashley was still on that team, still had not gotten a hit. And it all came to bite me back in the in the playoffs. We were uh we were at, at, at we were one run down. And uh, I come up to bat, tying runs at second base. And I come up, and who's umpiring the game? John Kimbrough. 
my old coach. And his strike zone for me is enormous. So, um, and his kid Scott was a pitcher. He always made sure his kid Scott pitched when I was on the team. Scott sucked. Scott could not get the ball to home plate. And if he did, it was getting hit way, way far away. But he made sure that Scott pitched as much as Scott wanted to. So I remember, I, I remember being at bat, runner at second. I hit a fucking blast. I swung at a terrible pitch, but I got a hold of it, and I hit it till kingdom come. Runner from second scores. Actually, we're down by a run. So, uh, or no, no, we're down by two runs. Runner from second scores. Boom. Two outs in the game. I'm on second base. Who's hitting behind me? Bradley. Bradley's hitting behind me. And um, never, ever forget this. Welcome to Big Leagues, Hayseed. Next time, they'll stand on the tracks and the train's coming through. Choo-choo. There you go, Ogre. Stand on second. Bradley comes up. Bradley hits a shot. I come around, right? And they, 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 they're getting the ball in play. I come across, and I step on home plate. And the catcher catches it, and he's, he's being a punk. He just swipes me. After I've stepped on home plate, Bradley's on third base. And our, our third best hitter, it was it, me, Brad, me and Bradley were two best hitters on the team. We had this other kid. His name was Ryan. He was a backup catcher because I was a starting catcher, of course. But the motherfucker could hit. He was up next, and he owned this kid that was pitching. Winning runs at third base. They call me out at home after I've crossed home plate. Call me out for the third out. This was the only time my mother ever saw me lose my shit because she didn't talk to me for like three days after this. When I I said, that's bullshit. I'm 12 years old, by the way. 12 years old at this time. Um, and we're right by where all the parents are, right by the, the, the backstop of the dugout or the, the plate. I go, that's a fucking bullshit call. And John took his mask off. He said, what would you say to me? I said, you heard me, you fucking cocksucker. <laughs> 12 years old. Of course, I get wrong. He throws me out, and my fucking coaches run down there, and both of them grab me, and I'm cursing like that. I'm fucking saying things that don't even make sense because I'm 12. End up getting thrown out of the game. We end up losing the game. Don't get to the championship. I'm fucking pissed, all because this guy had a vendetta against me, and I lost my shit. I think that's back when I realized that losing my shit could be good, but it can be bad as well, so sometimes I don't lose my shit. But the, fo- the, the point of this whole story is the fact that we had a girl on our boys' team, and she didn't do shit. So, hey, Alex Morgan, how about this? How about I propose this to you? We have a, ne- we have a tryout for U.S. women's soccer where we allow a bunch of 
women, quote now, trans women who now identify as women who were men and played professional soccer while they were men. How about they can come and try out now? I mean, with y'all, it's still kind of, I know y'all are the best female soccer players in the world, but, well, if we can make it even better, because let's remember something that just happened a couple weeks ago, shall we? Just, 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 just play along with me if you don't mind. Just a, a, a few weeks ago, here in northern Texas, the under-15 boys, an all-star group of young men from across the, the northern part of the great state of Texas, gathered together to play a friendly soccer match against the United States women's national team, including Alex Morgan. And the boys' under-15 team beat them like a rented fucking donkey. And they beat them like 5-1 to one or 5-3 or, to three or something like that. How about that? How about we get those boys now to be the U.S. women's national team? And now you're going to have men <laughs> taking your jobs, making more money than you again. Uh, got a work meeting, but uh, put the show on hold. I'll get back, okay? No problem. You should have trucked the umpire. Just say you slipped on the plate. There's nothing funnier than kids and old people using hard swear words. Oh, it was on that day. That was a dad that wanted his daughter to play baseball because he wanted a kid to play a sport and put her through that, and she had no business playing. You're exactly right. Alicia then uh, said earlier, I was the only girl on my t-ball team. And then they opened it up for softball league, but I was a slugger. You look at team pics of me and look at them little ragamuffins. Mixed gender sports will mean more violence and death on the field, and that leads to the purge, which means the wholesale killing of humans, so I'm all for it. Uh, rented donkey translation, Carita Roba. Carita Roba. When is this going to stop? Well, I, I, I mean, I, I know I ask that question all the time, but it, so you want trans men to take women's jobs. Why are you so guilty? Where, where does this root? Where, where I, I, I want to know because I, I think I'm missing something. I think there's something wrong with me. I don't have this deep-rooted guilt that says, oh, 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 this person, they think they're, they're, they're a girl, but they're a boy. You know what? They want to pretend to be a girl, and they want to do all that kind of stuff. You know what? I'm going to let them have my job because I've had it too easy as a female in this world. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I'm just going to tell you right now, Alex Morgan, if any men were to try out, they are going, and, and they play soccer. I'm not talking about me, even though I could probably get on that team if it weren't for all the running. We women got too uppity.
Let's see. Uh, Steph just texted me. Uh, did you hear the story out of Oklahoma, I think, that the school district is considering making menstruation information a requirement for female athletes? The, the world is so insane right now. I don't know. It, can somebody tell me where this uprooted guilt comes from? I mean, I the, the I felt guilty the other day. I was watching TV, and there was an ad for something. I think it's on Netflix. You know what I feel guilty about? This is what I feel guilty about, and, and something should be done about this. You know, when, when a Native American gal goes missing, they don't count them? Do you know how sickening that is? And look here, I, I ain't going to get into fucking land deals and casinos and, and, and turquoise battles. I'm not going to get into all that. Probably some of the most racist shit I just said right there, especially the turquoise. But how awful is that? This is a fucking problem. And I haven't watched the the, the documentary on Netflix because I don't want to feel bad. I mean, that's awful shit. They don't even count them as human beings. Jeremy Renner was in a movie. And, and and that's what opened my eyes. And I think Taylor Sheridan directed the movie. It, it, it's amazing that this fucking hatred of the Native Americans still goes on today like this. Steph says turquoise battles. I know I'm speaking to the choir, and I hope even the liberal listeners see the hypocrisy behind all this too. But this is what happens when you don't have real problems. You have to create problems. Oh, you know what? You, Correct the mundo. This is the 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 um. This is the Vicodin effect on our brain. If you take too many Vicodin, and and your body will start making up fake pains because it tricks your mind. And that's I guess that's what we're, we're okay. We we don't have anything to feel bad about. Well, let's find something to feel bad about. I got other shit to do, man. See, I like to laugh. I like to find shit that's funny. By the way, tonight, uh, and I'm very excited, AEW Wrestling, Mark Briscoe's going to be on tonight, hopefully talking about his future. I'm ready. Mark Briscoe, MJF, world title. I'm there. I'm going. Watching that would make me feel more guilty than watching the commercial of the Indian with the horse crying while looking at the garbage dump. I know, right? It's fucking, it's brutal. Uh, this all started when they introduced almond milk. It's an estrogen boost. Mike, it was soy. They're soy boys. Look here. I don't think it was said any anybody. Hold on, I gotta find the no country for old men thing that I used yesterday to open the show. Um, the, the, I've never heard it said any better than this right here. You know, if you'd have told me twenty years ago, I'd see children walking the streets of our Texas towns with green hair, bones in their noses. I just flat out wouldn't have believed you. But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, rest is soon to follow. Yep. True story. I was uh, I was going out yesterday. I was going out to pick up the uh, pictures that Walmart fucked up the first time. And I drove by uh, Rockwell High School. Rockwell High School is uh, 
old high school. Real good at football. Real good at baseball. You should see their sports facilities. Man, our fucking property taxes pay a bunch for that shit. And I saw some kid leaving school. Had blue hair. Now, I know I'm 51. I'll be 52 in September. Mark your calendars. September 17th, just in case anybody had forgotten. Um, I saw this kid with blue hair. And, I, and, and, and I've heard about how they've changed dress codes and all kinds of things, and kids can wear shorts to school now. And yeah. Boy, oh boy, I tell you what, it is... I've never seen a group of people have more challenges but given the world than today's youth. Like I said, I know I'm the old man on the porch right now, and and you know what? Pull up a rocking chair beside me. We have made the world so easy for everybody, including us. But it's like Alicia said. So easy. They, they have to find problems. They have to push it. Kids can have blue hair and wear shorts to school. Not in my day. Not in my day. Your ass got sent home because you were a distraction to the learning process. Deal with it. Young men in, in the Garland Independent School District could not have facial hair. If you had 5 o'clock shadow, you would have to shave in the nurse's office. They would hand you a Bic, and you would get water to use. Thank God my facial hair did not start growing in until right after I graduated. Now kids are walking around in full fucking beards at school. There was a show on when I was a kid, and I think this is where we need to go back to. This is how we can start. You old fuckers are going to remember this show. It was on Saturday mornings, and it was a show that came on after all the cartoons, made you kind of feel like grown-ups, because the show was called Kids Are People Too. Remember that show? They had their little host on there, and you watch that show. Let me just tell you something real quick. That show was about the most fictitious show in the world. You want to know why? Because kids are not people too. When you start treating kids like they're adults, and I know everybody says, oh, you should talk to your kids like an adult. Why? They're not. I'm not going to say goo-goo-ga-ga to them their whole life, but I'm going to treat them as a child because they are children. They do not know better. They are going to make terrible mistakes, and you have to be there to correct those mistakes. Now, you don't overcorrect them because you're treating them like an adult because they aren't adults. They aren't people, too. You make the decisions for them. The idea, the idea that we allow schools in America to let kids change what their gender code is behind their parents' back, is nothing short of psychotic. We don't involve the parents anymore for children. 
because the teacher knows better. Okay, what, because the teacher took some classes? Because the teacher ain't got no kids, so she's just going to go ahead and, or he is just going to go ahead and indoctrinate these kids with these crazy thoughts of non-binary, all this kind of stuff, their own beliefs, and not listen to anyone else's beliefs. Interesting. Okay. Go back to the show called Scared Straight, yeah? Hey, I wish they would do that more. Hell, a lot of these kids want to go to prison. Let them go to prison and get fucking railed a few times. I don't care. And no big surprise, there is a story uh, about a trans kid clinic worker blowing the whistle on the morally and medically appalling stories that are happening. Uh, Make shocking claims that harmful side effects of drugs given to confused teenagers that deform genitalia and cause bleeding. Alicia says, great story. My son Ryder has a friend whose older sister is 13 is now identifying as a boy. I know the parents. Dad is a good old boy, legit cowboy, blue-collar worker. I was watching the boys and their friends throw the football around the field uh, for a while before I left. And the confused kid and her two brothers were playing, too. (laughs) Ryder, as we were driving off, sees his friends leaving and waving at at Dad. And Ryder rolls down the window and yells to his friends, You're gay! To which I was not sure how to react because of their daughters identifying as a boy. But it made me so happy to hear the dad belt out the biggest genuine laugh at that. Now that's funny. Oh yeah. The choice we had was this belt or that belt. And OU still sucks. That's the truth. See, I remember being a kid. I'm sorry I'm going on this long rant. I hope you guys are enjoying it today. Uh, I didn't get to make the decisions in my household as a child. You know what? My dad was terrible. I despised my father. (laughs) I can't even say that in jest. You know who picked dinner? Mom and dad. You know who picked what movies we were going to? Mom and dad. You know who picked what we were watching on TV at night? Mom and dad. You want to know why? Because mom and dad paid the fucking bills. Do you know what Arnie did? Arnie did whatever mom and dad told him to. Um, Dress code at school says no unnatural color hair, no outrageous cut. Uh, So uh, I cut my oldest son's hair into a mohawk. It was about 22 inches long at the time. I was called to come in and get him because of the outrageous haircut. When I walked in with a picture of the Mohawk Indians, every changed. I pointed out that the five kids standing in the office with their parents, all with dyed blonde tips. I stated, that's unnatural hair. A Mohawk has been around for longer than blonde dye. You don't as an adult either. No, I do not. Parents, you can love your kids, but you can also think that they are stupid and wrong. You're damn right about that. Who picked Arnie's tough skins? Dad and mom. Fuck yeah. I didn't get to pick out my own clothes. You know why? Because I was a fucking kid. I remember one time I went to school. I did get to pick out an outfit once. Once. You know what I wore? I wore a pair of red sweats and an orange shirt. Jesus Christ. I, I looked like I needed to be on the small bus. 
And my, oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't. I didn't play the correct sound effect when I read the. What's happening at these trans clinics? It's deforming children. It's making them bleed. Um, surprise! 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 Now let me be clear with something. Let me let, let me let me just be real, real crystal crystal clear with something here. Before I, I lash into my last thing, I go into in this break. Um, I don't need to state how many times I say I don't care what you do with your body. I don't. I'm not here to pass laws. I'm not here to, um, to, to, to engineer into plans to where you can pass laws or where these things. I, I don't care what you want to do with your own body, okay? I don't. It's not my body. It's not my life. Uh, not my monkeys, not my circus, okay? But here's the other thing. I, I don't care what you do. You shouldn't care what my opinions on you is then. Okay? If I have something to say because you're strange and different, and I, I once again, I hate going down the strange and different route because it just it's too logical and it makes too much sense and I'm means I'm smarter than everybody that I'm opposed to on this. Um, stop forcing me to accept it. I because I, I don't I I don't think it's right and I don't think it's natural, but that's my opinion. Okay, I'm not going it, me thinking that and me saying that and see this is where we are. It, we're in this big stalemate. Is that people can say, look, I don't agree with it. I don't think it's right. Now I'm transphobic because I have a feeling. Now I'm not doing anything about it. I'm not going to. It, when it comes to topics like that to vote on and things, I, I really wish we would stay out of it. If people want to mutilate their bodies and they want to fucking do all that kind of stuff to themselves, more power to them. Do you want to know why? It's because they have to live with that. These people who have re-resitioned re- or, or untransitioned, I don't know what it's called, nor do I care. And how they're shunned by that community, even though they've gone through twice as many surgeries now. Hey, you know what? I'm I'm sorry that your 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 junk don't work no more. That sucks. It sucks. But and this is the hard truth. You did it to yourself. I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm, I'll still be your friend. I'll still, if we're friends and you do this shit to yourself, it's not going to make me not be your friend. I might say a lot more funny things about you, like, God damn, you're an ugly woman. But I figure if we're friends this long and I see you now as a woman and you're ugly, you're going to expect me to call you a goddamn ugly woman. Oh, you don't accept that from me? Okay, then you know what? Here's the deal. You go live your life. Enjoy it. I wish you nothing but the best. I'm not going to hang out with you anymore. I'm just going to take myself out of the equation. See, you're not even allowed to take yourself out of the equation because when you take yourself out of the equation, they throw the words at you, the transphobic words and things like that. Once again, I don't care. You want to call me those names? Go right ahead. 
because we all know, once again, that if we get into a name-calling contest, we you should know this better than anyone. If you get in a name-calling contest with me, you're going to lose. Why? I'm better than you. And you know it. Mm-hmm. You legit look like someone from the special class. Yeah. Oh, I, I most likely I did, yes. The orange, the orange and red did not go together well. And I think I had, like, green shoes on. First time my mom let me get my own haircut, I got a flat top mullet. a boy. I shaved my head, bald, Ken Dog, then left a week-long uh, field trip before my parents got to see it. That's a smooth way to do it right there. Um, all right. So we've covered the transgender bullshit, right? Okay, we got that out of the way. By the way, they're trying to pass a bill in Montana uh, that allows kids, that, that won't punish kids who misgender somebody. So if they say yes, sir, to somebody who's obviously a ma'am, they're not going to get hauled off on a hate crime. Leave it to Montana to use some fucking logic. There you go, Montana. Good for you. I would completely expect you to give me your truthful opinion if I showed up as a woman. Just think about it. I'd be a big bitch. You would be a fucking hideous woman. Hangtown Mike, I ain't going to lie with you, man. I love you to death. You're my, you're my dog, but... That's a huge bitch. I mean, goddamn. Your voice alone. Yeah, look, look. If you've never talked to Hangtown Mike, Hangtown Mike, it, 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 like Lurch from the old Adams family could go to Hangtown Mike and get some fucking deep voice lessons from him. He has got some pipes. And I can't imagine, hello, fellas, coming from him. I'd probably poop my pants. I'd figure I'd be getting raped. <laughs> you wore that outfit out and said, I'm Arnie. This is Tommy. He's my cat. <laughs> oh, you fucking dick. Oh, man. Where did I do with that? I, I don't know where I put Tommy now or for him there. Oh, I don't know where that drop is. Damn it to hell. Oh, well. Uh, Hank Tom Mike says, I'm crying. Yeah, oh, goddamn. You'd be hideous. Fucking giant bald woman walking towards me. Hey, sailor. Fuck! All right, all right. Last one here. And this is just, god damn it. Oh, no, no, not that one. I'll save that one. That one's not bad. What did I want to do here? Oh, they want to get Santos out of Congress? Okay. Uh, oh, I don't know what I was going to do here. I, I, what was I going to? I don't even remember. All right, we'll take a break. The coconut oil is kicking in quite well this morning. Um, I got a little treat for y'all today. 775-357-FANS. Radio one at gmail.com. Uh, i 
Who dreamed of being a king And then became one Well except for the names And a few other changes If you talk about me The story's the same one But I got an emptiness deep inside That I've tried But it won't let me go And I'm not a man who likes to swear But I never cared for the sound of being alone I am, I said To know 
from my cries I am, said I And I am lost and I can even say why Hello again, hello Just called to say hello I couldn't sleep at all tonight And I know it's late But I couldn't wait Hello, my friend, hello Just called to let you know I think about you every night When I'm here alone And you're there at home Hello Maybe it's been crazy And maybe I'm to blame But I put my heart above my head We've been through it all And you love me just the same when you're not there I just need to hear Hello My friend, hello It's good to need you so It's good to love you like 
this way When I hear you say Hello Just call to let you know I think about you every night And I know it's late But I couldn't wait Hello
second because I, I, I just saw something. Um, I think how Mike sent me this thing about Super Bowl quarterback, former uh, Trent Dilfer. It says Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, modern day stats aren't impressive. And I have to say the modern day quarterback couldn't really hold the jockstrap of the, the old school guys. I saw a video of Joe Montana, and, and it this coincides with something that I saw from the Grammys the other day. So they had Joe Montana in this video, and he's, you know, he's pimping Guinness beer. He's their spokesman. He's got a Guinness sweatshirt on, drinking a Guinness beer. And there's good old Joe Cool, a man who I hate with every fiber of my being. Can't stand him. But they have him picking quarterbacks against each other. Like, they, they go Peyton versus Eli, takes Peyton. He goes Roger Stallback versus Terry Bradshaw. He took Terry because he's a, you know, Pennsylvania guy. They're getting down there, and they got Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and he said Tom Brady. And then they asked him the question: Tom Brady versus Joe Montana. It's the superb owl, Arnie. No, for you, it's the superb owl. For me, this year, it's the bowl of superness. It's the official ass uh, phrase of the year: the bowl of superness. Next year, it will be the super bowel. But I like your, your your offshoot's fine. You can use that. I'm not going to sue you like the NFL will. And Joe Montana's asked to pick between Tom Brady and himself. Now, this, this coincides with something I saw at the Grammys the other night. They were asking rappers, who's the greatest rapper of all time? And they were being mixed, and, you know, they were thrown out there. Uh, the best answer I saw was from Buster Rhymes. It says, hasn't been born yet. But if you're going to time down, then you're going to say LL Cool J, which I don't have a problem with. I, I, I don't know who the greatest rapper is of all time. My favorite rapper of all time is DMX, and he will be on that list of celebrities I would wish I could have seen. Um, But... At least when Too Short got to him, he said, me, I'm the greatest rapper of all time. What do you want me to say? And Joe Montana, when he was asked to pick between Tom Brady and Joe Montana, Joe Montana didn't hesitate and picked himself. Why? Because who else is he supposed to pick? See, this is the thing that separates him, and this is why I know I'm in that league. Or at least I think I'm in that league. I'm not in the... the Whenever I walked into a studio, no matter what city I was in, no matter what town I was in, I walked in and I said, I am the best broadcaster in this area. No one can touch me. That was my attitude. 
Joe Montana still has that attitude, and that's why Joe Montana's a winner. I promise you this. I will promise you this. I think he's too woke to do it. If it was five years ago, I think Brady would have had the stones to take himself over that. But I will say, I guarantee Tom Brady picks Joe Montana. You want to know why? You want to know why? Because he's not a winner. You can point to all the Super Bowl rings, but I'll point to his losses as well. As I point to LeBron's losses as well. Winners don't lose. God, fuck, there's a t-shirt idea for you. Not when it comes to the biggest game of their career. Winners don't lose. The end. Greatest rapper of all time from Chappelle show, Dylan, 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 he spits fire, hot fire. The fat boy's favorite rap group only because I'm a fat boy myself. Uh, I'm the greatest at what I do because I'm the only me, yeah. Joe Cool ever get caught cheating? No. No, I don't recall. I don't recall that. I don't recall any kind of asterisks, and this is why Barry Bonds is not the greatest baseball player of all time. We can go through this. You want to know why Barry Bonds is not the greatest baseball player? I, I will tell you why Barry Bonds is not. And all you Giants fans, you can hate me all you want for this. How many rings does he have? How many national titles did he win at Arizona State? How many state high school baseball championships does he have? You can add those all together, and he and I have the same amount of titles. Zero. The greatest of all time is a winner. The end. Period. Now, having the most titles does not make you the greatest. If Tom Brady went, uh, what's his Super Bowl record, seven and three? If Tom Brady was undefeated in Super Bowls, I would hands down say Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Never lost a Super Bowl, went to 10 of them, fucking A. Can't say that, though. Sorry, can't say it. Now, before I get any more sports rants or any other kind of rants, I have to go on this rant because I'm about to go scorched earth. Because I I, I don't know about y'all, but I've grown tired of the stupidity. I've grown tired, and and I'm not even going to, it's not even worth playing anymore to pretend that this deserves anything more than jovial coverage. Here, Here, let me play this for you here for the city's role in slavery and its legacy of inequality. Well, that is a question that a task force will try to address. Hold on, let me Mayor, start this over. All right, here's a question. Should the city of Boston provide reparations to black Bostonians for the city's role in slavery and its legacy of inequality? Well, that is a question that a task force will try to address. Mayor Wu today announced the members of that task force, and NBC10's John Maroney is joining us live from Boston. So, John, did they say how they plan to tackle the topic? JC, they plan to engage as many people as possible, knowing that this war could help redefine the city. 
You cannot talk about um, history and its humanity without talking about slavery. Racism and slavery in Boston getting historic reconsideration with a new reparations task force. The task force will just show everybody what it really is, like the raw, the, like the raw version of being a young African American man and woman. Juniors at Burke High School, mm. Damani Williams and Denelson Fanfan mm. are the youngest members of the group. We see it every day, like he said, and basically, like we know, what needs help. So it'd be very easy to make like changes. The 10-member task force is charged with looking at the role Boston played in slavery and how to reconcile the past with the future. In 1863 and in 1865, when uh, African Americans were so-called liberated, they pro promised us 40 acres and a mule, and we ain't seen either one of them. There is no statute of limitations oh, on addressing Mayor, Mayor wrongs Wu. that we have the ability to make right. Mayor, say the conversation Woo! is long overdue. Joe Feaster is chair. That's right, Boston's mayor. Her name is Mayor. Woo! Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Come on. Mayor Wu is putting together a task force. On, I'm sorry, Mayor is putting a task force together on reparations. Stop that. Look here. Mayor. Ancient Chinese secret, huh? I'm not going to keep doing this. Now stop it. From what my historical mind reminds me of is that was slavery ever allowed in Massachusetts? I think slavery was outlawed in Massachusetts right when it even started. Meaning that there were no slaves in Massachusetts. Now, I'm sure people broke the law and they should have been punished for doing so. But once again, I would like to go back to what uh, this fine young man here said. Let, let, let's go back to this young man. Um, for us, we'll just show everybody what it really is, like the raw... Um, history and its humanity without talking about slavery. Racism and slavery in Boston getting historic reconsideration with a new reparations task force. The task force will just show everybody what it really is, like the raw, the, like the raw version of being a young African American man and woman. Juniors. Now, 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 now. I thought reparations were for slaves and the descendants of slaves, not the the how it's hard to be a black man in Boston today. That wouldn't be reparations. Um, by the way, I know that there are plenty of young African-American men in Boston that have something called a job. Um, Zach, yes, this is a real news story. By the way, the state of California, it was also illegal to have slaves. The state of California never had slaves, yet they have a, a reparations task force in San Francisco that is saying that black residents in that area should get $5 million each. I don't know what they're going to call for in Boston, but I would say it's probably right around the same amount. How about this young man who's being interviewed who has time out of his day to go listen to this speech during a school day.
maybe if you'd like to get further in this world, you could work for it. I can't wait until all this happens. Hold on a second. We got a phone call coming. Hey, you're on the air. Who's this? This is Major Consent. Hey, what's up? Konnichiwa, brother. <laughs> so, uh, my dad used to work for uh, the, what's it, the, the State Department in California that did all the uh, fire and all the, like, uh, laws for fire. Mm-hmm. And in California, they had a law for chattel. And it was, if you had slaves and you lived in Georgia and you moved to California, you could keep them, but you couldn't have any more slaves. And you had to have so much space to keep your slaves when you lived in California. So okay. you could have them, but you couldn't have new ones. Okay, so so slavery was allowed in part, it was allowed if you brought them there. Yes. Okay, you couldn't pick up any new ones. So if, if your lawn equipment broke down, you couldn't get new lawn equipment. Yes, okay. pretty much. All right, well, hey, I appreciate that. I, I love learning stuff. So there were slaves in California. Okay, that that's fair. I appreciate it, buddy. <laughs> Thank you very much, sir. All right, but hey, tell your friends to keep up the good work, man. I laugh every time you update me on on the, the, the Whole Foods <laughs> epidemic. <laughs> well, thank you, sir, for all the uh, the the laughs and uh, the whole fat lady thing this morning. Uh, I fell out of my chair. Well, that's what I'm here for, my brother. I will I will talk to you soon. All right, bye. See you, Mage. Uh, Mage of consent, everybody. Give every single one of the African slave people a million dollars. It won't be enough. There will still be cries of oppression. Oh yeah. Oh come on. Why don't they call these committees the virtue-signaling, vote-bribing, Christmas-gift-pandering committee? (laughs) Because that would be too honest. First man uh, to get shot during the Boston Massacre was a free black man. They should be going after King Chuck for reparations. Once again, once again, this idea that that reparations are going to make everything better. Oh, let me just tell you this right now. I would imagine that 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 mayor Woo! thinks that everything will be better if we pay reparations back. Ah, guarantee. Oh yeah. Oh, well, well, there will there will. Do you think that there will still not be racial strife in this country? Do you know what they're trying to do? I'm going to tell you exactly what they're trying to do because I just figured it out. Mage, do you use chopsticks when you dial the phone? Now, that's mean. Funny, but mean. What they're going to do is you're going to get people in San Francisco that get money. You're going to get people in Boston that get money. And you're going to see a few other cities. L.A., New York, of course, will do this. And do you know what that's going to cause? Do you know this rip that's already in this country? Well, the powers that be, whoever it is, George Soros, whoever's pulling the, the purse strings of America, whether they're on the right or the left, it's not going fast enough. We need to rip America apart even more. So what's the best way to do that? Money. And now what we're going to do is we're going to start tearing apart the black community from one another Because there are going to be large groups in the black communities that don't get reparations. 
and that will start a strife within their own race. And we already have a strife within the white race, if you will, the Caucasians. There's already strife there with each other. Now let's go after the next biggest group. And I'm going to tell you, they will continue to go down the line. I've said it, and I will say it until I'm blue in the face. My love of sports has been affected by politics. It, it really has. And I didn't think anything could really get into my, my love of sports. And there's one that, that frightens me, and it scares me to death. My love for baseball. And they've tried this a couple times to no avail, but yeah, I'm, I'm afraid it's going to happen sooner than later. My beloved baseball team is the Texas Rangers. Texas Rangers have never won a World Series. It's my, it's, it's my biggest failure in life as a sports fan is my team has never won. Stars have won the Stanley Cup, Cowboys Super Bowl, Longhorns national title. Don't care about the Mavericks. All I care about is one World Series ring. That's all I want. I don't want more than one. I, I, I just want one in my lifetime. That's it. I'm afraid that before that happens, the Texas Rangers will change their name because there are enough people that have already started the ball rolling on this because the Texas Rangers were the first real homeland security, if you will, and they are still a very, very active poli uh, po policing force in the state of Texas. If a Texas Ranger shows up and you're being arrested and the Texas Ranger takes you, you're going to prison. That's it. They are the elite of the, they are the Navy SEALs of police in Texas. And their job in the early 1900s were to kill illegal aliens that were coming across the board. That's how they did it because a lot of them were horse thieves and they were trying to steal horses. So the Texas Rangers took the law into their own hands. And they were dismantled for a little while, and then they were reinstated when they needed to be, when Bonnie and Clyde needed to be caught. It's all historical fact. Look it all up. The two men that caught Bonnie and Clyde, it's a great movie on Netflix called The Highwaymen. I knew the story long before, and I love the way the story is told. Finally, on the side of the lawmen, rather than the, the, the romanticized Bonnie and Clyde version of it. They had to call two retired Texas Rangers to catch Bonnie and Clyde. And they reinstated the Ranger program, and it's been alive since then. But a lot of people are upset with the Texas Rangers name, no matter how much good Chuck Norris did for it as well. And they want to change the name of the Texas Rangers. If they ever change the name of the Texas Rangers because of this, it, it, and really, if they change the name, I will no longer be a baseball fan. I, I, I will walk away from the game that I grew up loving with, with absolutely, positively no remorse. I will walk away from it. I won't become a fan of any other team because my team stabbed me in the heart. 
And that's where we're going as a society, this rip, this continual rip of everything that we have, everything that we hold dear and near to us somehow can be traced back to something bad happening. Pretty soon we're not going to have anything left, people. Then will it be time? When we have the the Texas baseball team taking on the Florida baseball team. What if they change it to the fuck around and find out Rangers? Well, now that wouldn't be too bad. I'd like I'd like that though. Uh, they did have only a really famous Black Ranger though. Uh, come on over to my A's. Nope. <laughs> they stab me in the heart every year. I thought you'd become a Cards fan for your dad. No, I, 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 I just I will lose all respect for the game. Not that I have a lot for it now with what they allowed the Astros to cheat and get away with, but it's still baseball. B. Coop says, that's why I'm not a Guardians fan. My, do- my team no longer exists. But look, I, I don't have a high school anymore. I don't. We are the South Garland Colonels. Right, what are they, the South Garland Titans now? They've gotten rid of every trophy that the South Garland Colonels ever won. They've gotten rid of everything that goes back to them. This is a part of this whole woke washing of everything. Let's just say this right now. It's going to come back and haunt you people. And by you people, I mean the woke fucking idiots that listen to this show and laugh at me and say, oh, he's so uninformed. He's so stupid. When you stop coming after our shit because there's no more shit to take from us, that's when you're going to start ripping your own. And then that's when it's going to get to the point where They take something away from them that's important to them. And they'll have none of that. Uh, I think Arnie's status of a fan of the name renamed the Texas Cowfuckers. (laughs) Well, you know, the baseball commissioner has no balls or respect for the game. No, No, I don't think any commissioner in any sport right now you can ask me the state of sports right now. Look, I'm, I'm happy to go into this. I'm more than happy to go into this. Major League Baseball, what was his name? Rob Manifred? He's a fucking pussy. He's terrible. Uh, the NHL, Gary Bettman, has been the worst commissioner in all of sports history. Of course, next to Roger Goodell. Uh, Adam Silver, who took over for corrupt-ass fucking what's-his-name-before-him in the NBA. Sports leagues are run by degenerates. What's happened to sports is exactly what's happened to radio. Sports people are no longer running sports. You have salespeople running sports. Exact same way radio is. Radio has died. Sports, you better take a look. They're going after the word woke because it's sensitive to people in comas. The woke term needs to be canceled because it's anti-coma patient. <laughs> uh, or, or people with narcolepsy. They're upset that you use the word woke. 
because they can fall asleep at any time. I swear. Oh, let's see. Um, Good news to report for men out here. Hey, men, be excited. A new blood test is 92% accurate at spotting signs of prostate cancer, which means hopefully an end to painful biopsies, MRIs, or anything jacked up in our ass. Jalapeno. Fucking A, it is about damn time. I mean, David Stern, yeah. David Stern, Paul Tagliabue. Paul Tagliabue wasn't bad. He was no Pete Rozelle, but Pete Rozelle was the man. Baseball used to have good commissioners. Bowie Kuhn was a great commissioner. Yeah, I went to the doctor a few weeks ago, and you now we we're doing all my blood work and everything. I was like, he goes, uh, have you had your prostate exam? I said, nope. He goes, well, usually we can just handle that with a blood test. I was like, what? Because I, I, I literally thought I was getting the finger in the ass that day. I, I, I wasn't even gearing up for it, but I, I had it in the back of my mind that I could get the finger in the ass that day. Did some extra extra scrubbing when I was in that area. When I was in the shower. But he says, no, no, no. It, worst comes worse in about five years. You'll have to get it, you know, colonoscopy, maybe that. But this blood test, and he was telling me about it, and now it's effective. Fuck yeah. Just give me the blood test. Take my blood. Here you go. Fuck you. Good fucking gravy. I was scheduled to do the ass camera, but the prep work meds and fasting were a big fucking no for me. I literally couldn't do the three days of fasting thing because my blood pressure and vaginous nerve would go ape shit. There you go, good. Just get the blood test. The new test has achieved a far better accuracy than the PSA test. When the same men were uh, given the PSA test, positive results only 14% accurate. This one's 92%. I'm doing this one. This is the one I want. When Arnie comes in for a butt fingering, they create a blood test. You're damn right. Good thing you don't go through the trouble of bleaching your asshole for the good doctor. No, I didn't go that far. One thing we can all agree, no finger in the butt. Amen to that. Cowboys girl says, you have all the fun. Well, you guys, hey, at least you got the cool places to put your feet. Them stirrups, man, that's something else. I would feel completely violent. Look, look here. I'm just going to tell you this right now. Women, I don't know how y'all do it. And y'all got that thing that like separates stuff and, and it looks like a duck's bill. I don't even want to know what that does. I've never learned what a pap smear is and I don't want to know. Oh, I'll tell you right now. It is harder biologically to be a woman by a long shot. Everything else a man does. But biologically, women, you have it way tougher. You don't really have to fast for two days, just the day before, about 24 hours. I've done uh, one twice, and believe me, whatever you eat two days prior is coming out. Flag on the play. What what flag on the play? There's no flag on the play. I, I said it. Women have it tougher. Mm-mm. I don't want any part of that. I don't want no stirrups. If I had to put my feet up in the air like that, I would feel like somebody is taking pictures of me. 
Why do you know so much about the female doctor? Because I watch movies and TV, and they put it everywhere. Mm-mm. No thanks. I've seen it on TV, and that's why I don't know any why any of this is. I've heard the words, and I've, I've seen the reaction of women. I'm like, nope, don't want any part of that. Okay, thank you. And Alicia just decided to give me the definition of it. Now I'm grossed out. It's when they scrape the inside of the cervix to tax for cancers. Oh, that's lovely. I love the word scrape. Can't the medical profession come up with a better word than that? These are educated, learned doctors. All right, so what we're going to do is we're just going to scrape the side of your vag. That's awful. That's the worst thing I ever heard. If a doctor said he was going to scrape something off me. Ow. That can't feel good. Uh, Impresses, then I'm like a little to the left. Okay. Uh, When I see, uh, let's see a woman simmer down a Woody while being called to the chalkboard. Amen. Boy, that was a tough kid. That being a kid was tough as a boy. No, it's the stupid analytics department that kills sports. Oh, you're absolutely right about that. I don't care about the analytics. Give me runs batted in, home runs, and batting average. Scrape is short for scratch rape. (laughs) No shit. Oh, no, they go way further than just your vag. What, do they get your lungs? What, are you getting tested for lung cancer up there, too? Hey, Doc, what are, you, are, you, are you putting a hefty bag on your arm? What was that porn star? Oh, fuck, I can't think of the damn porn star now. Oh. I remember we used to watch this one at the tattoo shop. This gal would have, I don't know if they were sticking up her butt or if it was up her cooter. But this gal would go, like, shoulder deep, and then she would, like, punch up like she was doing the scene from Aliens. Hotkinkyjoe.com. Bam! That's memory right there. Hotkinkyjoe.com. That was the weirdest shit I ever saw. Sometimes you get chunks. Y'all are motherfuckers. Well, I guess we know what kind of porn Arnie likes. No, I don't like that. We just watch it. Look, the, the tattoo shop was a place of learning. We learned a lot of weird shit there. Arnie likes dementia porn? No. Man, uh, men have it easy when it comes to the doctors. What do we have to worry about now? Turn your head and cough? No, they don't even do that. They, they stopped doing that at like 25, I found out. That's nothing. Women are like, hold my beer. Hot Kinky Joe Murphy fan, huh? Oh, absolutely. I guarantee you. Hot Kinky Joe knows Joe Murphy. And they have the nerve to say, now this might uh, be quite uncomfortable. Really? A bit. You want to insert a metal rib spreader in my cooter and then fucking widen it. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Yeah, I don't envy you gals. Look, hey, hats off to you. I tip of the cap to y'all. Uh-uh. Nope, ain't scraping nothing off me. And come up with a better damn term. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to just scrape. 
I mean, come on. Dislodge, maybe? Uh, Gather? We're going to gather cells. How about that? How about you say that? Rather than, well, what we're going to do is we're going to insert this fucking horrible thing into your, your, your cooter. I'm sure they don't call it cooter. And we're going to gather some cells that we can test. Now, if the gal says, well, how do you gather the cells? Then she's asking for it. Well, we scrape them off the side. It's like you're trying to get barnacles off the bottom of a boat. (laughs) I just equated a woman's cervix to the barnacles on a boat. That's a fucking top five fucking. that That is a top five comparison right there. (laughs) got to knock that shit off (laughs) take a pressure washer up in there the sound of the duck bill going inside and clicking to open everything up always makes me lightheaded fuck I'd pass out we exfoliate your vagina there you go now that would be nice we exfoliate your vagina to make sure that you ain't got no you know bad stuff growing up there any cooter killer up there. Don't need to call it cancer. Call it cooter killer. How does one relax in this situation? They don't offer value first. Oh, my God. Every three years, I tell Blake, I'm about to get the barnacle scraped off. See, there it is right there. Oh, my gosh. All this from a blood test from men. God, we have it. See, this is why it's so great being a man. Hey, hey, you transitioners. You men that are transitioning into women, look at all you're giving up. I mean, granted, you ain't got to get any of that shit done because you don't have a real cooter. So you don't even count. There's a grease monkey in Hazard County who's like, whoa, hold on a <laughs> Yeah, the word cooter is taken off. I love the word cooter. Oh, man. Oh. All right, speaking of cooters, speaking of men and women, Americans are going to spend about $26 billion for Valentine's Day. Now look, I'm guilty of it. I I, 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 I shared with you this morning that, that we've exchanged our Valentine gifts already. Uh, Braddy Kid got a Lego set that she's been wanting. And Braddy Kid then in turn got my, uh, the first program, uh, the first wrestling show I ever went to. We, we have the pictures of the program. We have them printed out. And we're going to get it framed. We're going to put it in my office. It's going to be spectacular. Cannot wait. Uh, they're not giving up shit. They still don't have the plumbing. Fucking frauds. Yeah. Wait, Stackar sent me something here. Let's see. Uh, oh, God. What is this? Right. Yeah, I, I did that story already about him winning a walker. Uh, the Walter Payton Award. Um, historically, Tuesday is one of the best days for florist on Valentine's Day. Look, if you need to buy a stuffed animal for your sick kid, don't do it this weekend. Stuffed animal prices are through the roof. Cards are through the roof. Shit, I still got to go get a card. Goddamn. I go do that by Tuesday. Okay. I got until Tuesday to do that. Um, 
it is what it is. You you can either choose to play along, or you can choose not to play along for Valentine's Day. What whatever, you know. It, it it depends on who you are and who you're in a relationship with. Now now guys, I tell you each and every year, each and every year. Now this doesn't this this doesn't really work with guys that have been married with the same gal for a long time because usually when they say something they mean it. This is for guys in newer relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends. This is why I give advice out on this show because I, I like to look at this show. You know, an example of mistakes I've made in my past, things that I've done. I've gotten to this elder statesman role to where I should help you and give you knowledge to make your life easier. I know I bitched earlier about how easy the kids have it nowadays, but this is easier in a way that you just don't shit the bed. Because nobody wants to shit the bed. Especially at Valentine's Day. Uh, I don't mind dropping the cash. Worth it. Oh, it, uh, look, I, I get it. Hey, it's under, uh, Valentine's Day is important. If you find out, if you're dating a woman, and, you, and, and, man, I'm talking to you here. And I'm not trying to put women down here. This is the one time I'll tell you I'm not trying to put women down. Misogynistic side not coming out here. I think women that want Valentine's Day gifts, I think they should get them. You know why? Because it's important to them. I will always stand up and say, I support things that are important to you. They might not matter worth a fuck to me, and they probably don't. And shit that I care about probably don't matter to you. And it shouldn't. But I like to see people happy, for the most part. Unless you're an enemy of mine, then I want to see you struggle in life. Because, well, I'm six years old. But if you get with a gal and and Valentine's Day is important to her, don't try to be a dickhole and ruin it. If you don't like that about her, then stop seeing her. If you're that adamant about being anti-Valentine's Day, then don't see a person that Valentine's Day is important to. It's real easy. I don't know why people want to have strife, but hey, they do. So I have a list of gifts. Everybody loves when I do the gift suggestions. And I rip them apart, and boy, oh boy, am I going to rip these apart. These are from the strategist, and maybe I'll do another one. This is from the New York Magazine of wonderful Valentine's Day gift ideas for both him and her. For the record, it doesn't matter to me. Fuck you. Best Valentine's Day gifts under $50. That's where we're going to start with this. There you go. Uh, In case case there's something that y'all hear that you like. They'll have all the links and everything up there, and I'm not getting anything out of this. The first thing. Mm, best Valentine's Day gift under $50, the Slip Silk Eye Mask. A sleeping mask that costs $45. Why don't you just buy a bandana? A sleep mask that costs $45? Are you out of your fucking mind? That's a terrible gift. Hey, honey, I don't want to see you tonight. Here's a mask. Dumb. 
first idea. So uh, you know what? Let's let us let us do this. There you go. Steak dinner and a blowjob, definitely less than fifty bucks. That's in March. That's not that no. That that's not Valentine's Day. The next wonderful gift they have, the Black Archives, a photographic celebration of black life. I'm not making this up. If your partner, because they don't say if this is for a guy or a girl, but the Black Archives, let's say, I I don't know, maybe you're, you're dating someone that happens to be a part of a clan. I would say stay away from this gift, by all means necessary. Really? Uh, 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 really? Come on. Things not to buy her, Zach says. A tackle box, golf balls, a vacuum, a subscription to Sports Illustrated. Yes, everything that Homer Simpson got. <laughs> oh, I'm getting that one for Mike. Send me the link to the Black Archives. Well, it, it's right there. Um, uh, let's see. Um, or a 15-pound weighted blanket. Of those three under fifty dollars, I would have to give my um, endorsement to. Let's see. Oh wait, do I have a ringing bell? Uh, I have the correct moon. Oh, I have this bell. Okay, I will give my uh, nod to the weighted blanket. There you go. That's the, that that's fine. Just once. Nothing like black archives to make her feel like a white guilt. I'd love a vacuum. If I were in a mixed-race relationship, would I need to give her reparations? <laughs> I'm not sure. All right, here we go. The next round, best Valentine's Day gifts under $25. Now, this is obviously for people that are just dating because if you don't spend over $50, you ain't going to get no butthole. I'm just saying. Is that the same weighted blanket Scott Peterson gave his wife? No, this one's only 15 pounds. How about the Uber Lube Luxury Lubricant? Now, wait, wait, wait. I got a question. What's a luxury lubricant? I mean, my daddy always taught me that blood was the best lubricant, but what is a luxury lubricant? Oh, this is such luxury. Oh, I feel luxurious of you pouring this in my butt. A bottle of lube is $20? You know what's free? (laughs) That's a terrible idea. A $20 bottle of lube? All right, the next one. Now, this one's got to be for, I guess... The teenagers, because I tell you what, you give this to a grown woman or a grown man, they're going to look at you and go, what the fuck is wrong with you? The Frank Lloyd White Falling Water Two-Sided 500-Piece Puzzle. A puzzle. Do you think your pee-pee is going to get touched if you give a girl a puzzle? I mean, granted, if you drive a white van that has the words free candy on the side, then maybe. A puzzle? (laughs) Wait a second. Ass ladies. Uh, Ass family women. 
I would like to know real quick what your response would be is if your male lover, your your man, your husband, your boyfriend, your partner, whatever, if you got a puzzle on that, and this is a puzzle of a house that has blueprints. What would you do if you got a puzzle? That could be the way. That's worse than the fucking lube. Blood is the best lubricant. Holy shit. Yeah, that, that, that one catches people off guard. Or the um, the very, very non-expensive. By the way, the puzzle's 16 bucks. If you've ever taken the dildo of consequence, which comes unlubed, you would gladly pay $20 for that lube. I saw that post yesterday. That is such a funny term, the dildo of consequence. By our yearly membership to Arnie Radio. I guess that could be a gift for her, but if you're packing that much meat, I would throw in a pair of swimming goggles for money shot protection. Puzzles will get you a lot of awe at the village's. The last gift in the under 25 is the mushroom nightlight with dusk to dawn sensor. Look, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm not making this up. I, I shared the link with you. Are these gifts for pedophiles? I'm being serious here. Lube, a puzzle, and a nightlight? That's pretty fucked up. I'm I'm just saying, that is fucked up right there. Um, My my seal of approval, let's see, who am I going to give this one to? Um, I would have to say, you, you know what? You know what? I don't endorse any of those. I don't endorse any of those. Not at all. All right, continuing going. Okay, best Valentine's Day for gifts for kids. The Woobles Beginner's Crochet Kit. Don't, wait, 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 wait. A crochet kit for kids? You want to give your kids needles? Versus the Hannah Anderson Valentine's Long John Pajama Set. Or a heart-colored changing mood locket necklace. Um, I, I really hate the idea that you're giving your kids sewing needles. Uh, Alex, what are the gifts that cause fights? Yeah. Um, for, for the kids, look, you get it. You, I, I wouldn't get them the needles, either the, the necklace or, or the uh, the the. What is this? Pajama set? Is that what we give? We'll give them that. We'll give them that. Okay. Um, all right. Here we go. Here we go. The best Valentine's Day gifts for him. The first one is absolutely ridiculous and stupid. The UCO Stormproof Matches. Because I live in the wilderness? Why, why, why do I need stormproof matches when I have electricity? Oh, what if you don't have, what if you well, the electricity goes out? Well, then I have something that's called a lighter and candles already. 
I don't need to look for the storm-proof matches. Well, what if you're outside and in a storm? Well, then that's my own fault because I. why am I going out into a storm? Is someone lost? Next idea, the TheraFlow Dual Foot Massage Roller. Gives you like all the pressure points in your feet and all that kind of stuff. What what the hell is it? Oh, okay. And then the last one here, uh, the, the first one was $9 for the matches. If you pay $9 for the matches and you're not a member of my site, I hate your guts. Um, TheraFlow, the, the foot roller is 18 bucks, And then a coffee table book curated by photographer Brian Kelly that features 400 scans of National Park Service maps and brochures. You can get him a coffee table book of maps and brochures of national parks for $69. <laughs> Man, that had to be from the same guy that put out the 9-11 coffee table book. That's the worst coffee table book ever. Well, look here. I have the Nathan Bedford Forest National Park. This is where they hung all the colors in the 1800s. I mean, fucking A. Man, those gifts suck. By the way, none of them. I do not endorse any of those. Especially the shitty coffee table book. All right. Best Valentine's Day gifts for her. Giggity, giggity. Let's see, I think I know what the first one is. Yeah. No, it's not even on there. Okay. All right, fine. Whatever. The Escali Primo Digital Kitchen Scale. Oh, dear Lord. Guys. Guys. Guys, 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 guys. Now. I warn you of this each and every year. This is one where, where guys, and, and this is the hardest thing in the world to do. I know. I know this is the hardest thing to do. And, and, and guys, forgive me when I tell you to do this. You have to pay some attention to her. I know. I know. I know. Through all the incessant rambling that goes on, that comes out of their cackling mouths, Oh, I'm winning so many points with ladies today. You, you need to pay attention sometimes, okay? Okay, I, this, this is me telling you, okay? And you need to know the room. If you have a housekeeper, like that you pay that comes in and cleans the house because you want to reward your wife and all that kind of stuff, then never... Ever, 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 ever buy them cleaning stuff. Don't ever do it because they don't clean. So you've hired somebody to clean, okay? If your partner likes cleaning and doing stuff, you can dip into that world and get some appliances. But I say tread lightly, my friends. You have to know. You can't just go out willy-nilly 
and buy them like a fucking weed eater. Just because they like cleaning and stuff, that don't mean they like going out and doing weeding. Now, a lot of times early on in relationships, you'll find out that this will be a test. When you say, hey, what would you like for insert holiday, anniversary, birthday, whatever here, and they tell you an appliance, this is where your training comes in of listening to them and knowing them. Now, see, this is where Br- Braddy Kid says motherfucker because she thinks I'm going to go out. No, 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 no. I know that a true joy that Braddy Kid gets is cleaning house. Nothing makes her happier. And if she were to ever ask me, and, and we do need a new vacuum, she was supposed to get that last night, but she didn't. Um, I'm not getting it for her, but um, if she asked me for that for, like, Christmas, that was what I would get her because I know she's not fucking with me because I paid attention. See, I did that training. I did that ninja training. Never buy a woman a scale unless it's Adele. She, oh, God damn you, son of a bitch. Come on. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. Yeah, I know it's you. We got stuff to get I to was here. wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, thank you. I, I, I wouldn't like to meet you. And and you know what? Uh, you get her a scale to weigh her food, not saying you're fat before. You know what? I didn't even think of that part. I haven't even gotten to that part yet. You're buying your wife a fucking food scale? What fucking dumb truck did you fall off of? Did you hit your head? Did you have a stroke? Here, honey, here's a food weight scale. Ho, 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 ho. Uh, look, look, all I'm trying to do, this is all I'm trying to do right now. I want to help you. And I, I know I, I might sound mean, but you don't want this song playing in your background. So we spell like You don't want that to become final today. <laughs> a kitchen scale, I would probably rank that as one of the worst ideas I've ever seen in my entire life as an adult. You got me a Swiffer thing, and I love it. I know, because I, I know you. See, I know how to get gifts. <laughs> what do you get, Nancy? Well, the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook Nancy Pelosi, yeah, I passed that test. If she's asking for one so she can measure her food, that's not a bad gift. Yes, but see here, uh, Alicia, if she asked for one, and you have to pay attention and know her. See, a lot of guys will be, see, look, do you know why I'm doing this? Do you know why I'm doing this? I'm going to tell you why I'm doing this. And, and, yes, I'm picking on women here sometimes. I'm going to tell you why. It's because guys are so fucking stupid. Women, you know how dumb men are. You know how absolutely, and, and, and you know what? I shouldn't say dumb, how ignorant men are. Because we don't know these things. What happens is somebody who's in a new relationship five, six months, 
They don't have an idea because they haven't done the groundbreaking work of listening and paying attention because they're just in it right now for the ass and not this show. So it's the Friday before Valentine's Day, and somebody at Jimbo's work goes, Hey, Jimbo, what are you going to get Sally Ann? And Sally Ann is full on in this relationship and is in love with Jimbo. Jimbo's falling in love. Jimbo's getting there. He thinks he's in love, but Jimbo doesn't pay attention. And Jimbo sits at his desk and goes, Huh? Huh? I don't know what to get her. Let me go online and see. And, and, and he Googles in exactly what I Googled in. Best Valentine's Day gifts. And he goes uh, and he sees, ooh, New York Times. Well, I bet you they'll know. And he comes down and he sees the Escali Primo Digital Kitchen Scale. Says, well, you know what she likes cooking? I'm going to get her a fucking food scale. See, that's a moron. No, stay away from this. Stay away. The worst idea ever. Don't be a Jimbo. Amen. You want more ass, you listen more. Hey, Alicia, I'm 51. I know the rules. I've played the game. I'm here to I'm I'm here to educate the youngins. Dumb, no, that's the circuit in our logical brains that says this is all stupid goat shit, so I'll get some token to give the impression I acknowledge she thinks this stupid goat shit is sincerely important. <laughs> there you go. The next gift for her that they 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 offer is the Vert Ruby Stone Diffuser. All right, so you know who to get this for. You get this for these gals who plays with all the essential oils. We all know somebody that's one of these big oil persons. They've stopped using any kind of rational thought when it comes to Western medicine, and they're going to heal a toothache by rubbing jasmine on their forehead. I don't get to pick on the oil people enough. Oh, my God. Oh, they're essential oils. Really? The only essential oil I know of is Crisco. <laughs> hey, I love essential oils. Yeah, but look, 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 look. You have not abandoned science, though. I, look, Alicia, I love you, and I know that you you make your kids eat fucking weird things like turnips and 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 and, and beets, and you like them. Hey, more power to you. But if your kid has a broken arm, I think that you, as a nurse, is going to probably take care of it. Maybe take them to the ER. I'm talking about these people that just slap some fucking, you know, flaxseed oil on their kid's arm. And then wrap it up. That's what I'm talking about. The, the super-duper essential oilists. The ones that have, have gotten rid of their medicine closet. They no longer have Tylenol. They don't even brush their teeth anymore because they believe if they can get some mint and, uh, and sage oil, and, and dab it on their jaws, their teeth are clean. Poof. 
I think I could do a fucking two-hour set on essentials oils. Oh. Beets are awesome. Borscht is the shit. No, it, oh, it is shit. You kidding? We're dousing them with lavender and doing a rain dance. <laughs> so if if you have a... Uh, 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 an essential oilist in your life, please get them this diffuser. The last gift for her, these have been awful. I cannot give any of these any kind of credibility because the last one is a pair of fuzzy dice for the rearview mirror. What girl in her right mind wants fuzzy dice for the fucking rearview mirror for Valentine's Day? Jesus on a cracker with a crutch. If you if you're stupid enough to what to, to show up at your girlfriend's house and you have a box and you present it to her with a card that oh honey I love you I can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you when we get done with college well da 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 and she opens it up and it's fuzzy dice. I mean, I, 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 I don't have a better sound effect. Not even. Ladies, if you receive fuzzy dice from a man, you are allowed to kick him square in the nuts. I sent you some. Are you complaining about my? No, no. Hang down, Mike. Yours is, yours is life essential oil. It's not just essential. I put EOs on before every shift makes me feel good. I had to smell so much patchouli in the 90s between working security at Grateful Dead shows and going to Santa Cruz. That stuff smells so bad. Oh, God, yes. Who has a girl with a 68 Camaro? No shit. Mine wants a good pounding. Well, there you go. All right. Now, the, the list continues. I love this list. This list has been fucking a godsend here. And by the way, I'll give it up. Braddy kid asked me, she goes, when are you going to do your holiday gift ideas? I said, I don't know, maybe Monday. No, I can't do it. So this was her, this is her brain trust. Look at that. You produced something on the show today. Good job, Braddy kid. Best Valentine's Day gift for boyfriends. The seven-inch lined gym shorts. Seven-inch lined gym shorts for $68. You spend $68 on a pair of gym shorts? What the fuck gym are you going to? Are you going to Platinum's gym because Gold's gym is below you? $68 for a pair of workout shorts. Dumb. The Jeff Golf Gift and Gallery Collapsible Chipping Net. Now, I'm glad we got to this. I'm glad we got to this. I'm very, very, very happy we got to this because there's a lot of guys that have a lot of uh, um, passions. Golf, fishing, guns, whatever the guy's passion is. Maybe he's a big pickleballer now because pickleball is the the game-changing the world. And I'm being honest here, ladies. I'm in, I, I'm, I'm literally no comedy here. I, I'm being as truthful as I can. Don't get him golf gifts. Don't. 
unless he asks for it. If he says, hey, uh, for Valentine's Day, I'd like a new golf bag. Okay, then you can get that. It's all this tertiary horseshit that's involved in the golf world. The naked lady tees. The, the exploding golf ball prank balls. No, no golfer wants that shit. No golfer wants the gag golfer gifts or the, the things that are going to make you better. You know why? Because golfers will buy that shit themselves. Same with guns. Same with fishing. If the guy asks you for something, and, and here's the thing, here's the thing. First of all, if he comes out and he asks you for something and he's specific about it, then get him that. Don't, don't go under the guise of, well, it's not special if you told me what to get. No, it is because you got it for him. It's very special. And it's what he wants. If he says he wants a golf bag, do not go out and buy him the bright pink golf bag that you think is cute. Go with him to buy the bag. Fishing pole that shoots bullets and has built-in cell phone. <laughs> they have a pocket pussy in them. I'm buying my wife a Borella exhaust for her Camaro for Valentine's Day. Well, I imagine she would enjoy that. And if she would enjoy that, then that's okay. But let's say that she didn't enjoy that, that she wanted something else, and you get her that exhaust, that's going to suck. But for you guys, I know you, and it's, it's okay. I, I, I put a pin in the golf ideas. Uh, of all the hobbies, whether it's barbecuing, I don't care what it is, playing darts, Let's just avoid that area, okay, ladies? Hey, I, I'm just trying to help you out. Um, the last thing they say for boyfriends is a uh, techniques, recipes, and reflections on timeless staple, masa. Um, uh. It's a photographic recipe collection dedicated to all things corn flour. (laughs) That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. A book that's dedicated to corn flour. And all its recipes. <laughs> That's horrible. That's horrible. Hell, buy the $68 fucking shorts. Um, best Valentine's Day gift for girlfriends. The first one is a Dame Finn. What the hell is a Dame Finn? Uh, a day is this the the okay so the first thing they have is the euphoria blush green color changing liquid blush oil so if your gal's into that you can give her that or you can give her the dame fin which i guess is the best finger-like vibrator and a tiny camera that taps into the nostalgia center of the brain. Or you can get a Polaroid Go Instant camera. Um, 
I would say go with the instant camera because then she can take nudes and send them to you and not worry about them ending up on the internet too quickly. <laughs> Let me say that. Too quickly. They'll be on the internet. You gals that take naked pictures of yourselves and you send them to guys, they're going to end up on the internet. It's not too quickly. All right, we have we have two more categories to go. The first one is best Valentine's Day gifts for husbands. I I, I can tell you the, the the number one and number two for me would be peace and silence. I know I'm not going to get that, so instead I got my my wonderful display of the wrestling programs. Uh, the Ororo men's lightweight heated vest with battery pack. I'm sorry, did you say a vibrator with a camera? I don't know what it is. It looks like it fits on your finger, but I, I don't know if that stimulates that. and I, I don't know what it does, so I'm very, very confused on it, Jen. Um, if your man asks for the men's lightweight heated vest with battery pack, um, th- th- this is literally what you should look at him. And, 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 and honestly, this is what you should say to him. You need to stop being such a cunt. Are, are, are you driving cattle across a frozen lake in Minnesota? Is this why you need a heated vest? I don't know. Maybe layer up. Maybe, maybe, maybe man up. Uh, I need a, a heated vest. What, what, what kind of fruit salad fucking wears a heated vest? If you're dating a man that needs a heated vest, guess what? You're a beard. You wonder why he has never touched your vagina? Because he loves cock. A vibrator. Get her a vibrator. It's a gift that keeps on giving and can keep making everything fun for all involved. No, load it with celebrity pictures of who you wish were there. Um... Once again, the best gifts for the husband, the Houdini electric corkscrew. Okay, so your guy's a wine aficionado. You want to get him something that opens wine quickly. There you go. Or you could always get him the fellow stag EKG electric kettle. Why, why would you get him that? That, that, that thing costs $200. You know what you do? You you, you, you you get yourself a kettle and you put it on your fucking stove. There you go. Here you are, honey. Enjoy your Sanka. Is that still a thing? Sanka still up? Boy, uh, of all those gifts, I give my nod to no one. If you celebrate Valentine's Day and are married, you shouldn't need a list. Just say, oh, you're right. You're right about that. But, hey, this is what we do. We help. All right. The best Valentine's Day gift for wives. (laughs) Damn, these suck. Number one is the Vika rechargeable neck book light. So if your wife hates reading and hates being kept up at night, 
buy her a book light that wraps around her neck. So in case she gets to talking a little bit too much, maybe you can grab that. Guys, let me let me let me help you out on something. Anything that goes around your neck better be from a place called Tiffany or Zales or something that ends with jewelry. You don't get her a rechargeable light to put around her neck. You might as well get her a noose. British people use electric kettles for tea water. Okay. All right. Thank you, Ken Dog. If you drink hot tea in America, you're a weirdo. I'm just telling you that right now. Hot tea is disgusting. All tea is disgusting. I Look, even being a, a native son of the South as I am, I hate sweet tea. You know why? Because it still tastes like tea. Blech. Hate tea. I hate sun tea. I hate lemon tea. I hate sweet tea. I hate natural tea or unsweetened tea. I don't understand people that drink unsweetened tea. There's something wrong with y'all motherfuckers. Our next uh, outfit or next gift idea is the Eber J. Giselle Shorty Short Pajama Set. Um, uh, pajamas, lingerie, you, you can't go wrong with that. Look, look. Guys, guys, guys. Girls don't really like lingerie. Now, if you want to get them a pajama set that's also kind of sexy, that's okay. Lingerie is for you guys. Look, the ladies wear it. They, they wear it for you. Okay, they're not wearing it for them. They don't like stuff jammed up their ass, going up their crack. They don't want that. They want to be comfortable. You want to give them a nice set of pajamas? I, I think that's a lovely idea. That You know what? That one, I would have to say, uh, probably, probably the best one all day because the next one is just absolutely garbage. The last gift that you should give your wife is the New York Times greatest hits of crossword puzzles. What's with puzzles again? Now we're doing crossword puzzles? What if your wife is dyslexic? That's a mean gift to give her. She will never fill it out. And it's a New York Times crossword puzzle, so it's the hardest crossword puzzle in the world to do. Well, that's going to be opened up once, and then, oh, nope. Well, that's a failed gift. Uh, cute and cozy socks, no ham, no tea when Orin comes over. Yep. It's Friday, which means it's pancake time. I hop for God's sake. Take the butter out of the fucking freezer. If he's going to spend the money on a Tiffany's anything, get me a new piece instead. Pew, pew, baby. There you go. All right. There it is. There, there are your wonderful Valentine's Day gift suggestions from the New York Magazine. I mean, that's just fucking rotten, man. Wow, is that bad. All right, uh, we got one more story before we uh, uh, got to gotta hit the road for the weekend. Okay. Our final story, please let it be from, where, where is this at? In New York. Okay. Remember yesterday we had the story about the 117-year-old man that got out of jail? 
Well, this is a story about an 82-year-old woman who was pronounced dead at a nursing home on Long Island. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. And you know some family was waiting outside saying, is there a room open now? Uh, the woman was pronounced dead Saturday at the Water's Edge uh, Nursing Center in Port Jefferson. After being taken to the uh, Davis Funeral Home in nearby Miller Place at 1.30. Whoops-a-daisy, they found out she was breathing. The woman who authorities have not identified publicly was taken to the hospital after she was found alive. Police and New York State Department of Health are investigating the case. The incident is referred to the New York State Attorney General's office. Quote, this is an awful situation that caused unnecessary trauma for the impacted resident and her loved ones. The Attorney General's office said in an emailed statement to CNN, out of respect for the privacy and confidentiality of the families, we are not honored to, uh, we are honored to serve. We are not in a position to comment further on the matter. <laughs> you know they had that fucking room rented out. You know it was all right. Hey, we got an opening. Come on down today. You can root through this old bad stuff. <laughs> this old bat's in the hospital at 82. She's like, oh, I want to go back to the retirement center. Well, they ain't got a room for you anymore, Gladys. I don't know what to tell you. Moose called. Fucking nursing home's closed. Fed is... What? No. No, no. You can't be serious about this. Please. Wednesday, Democratic Senator John Fetterman was hospitalized after he felt lightheaded. Fetterman's condition is much worse than initially thought. He's hearing voices in his head that sound like Charlie Brown teachers, and he needs a tablet? Oh, no. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Who knew that would be the most coherent that some bitch ever was? Um, I don't wish for anything bad to happen to the man. Um... This is sad that that they put a guy like this this guy in, in in office. They allowed him to run, knowing his physical limitations. This is sad on so many levels that it, that it, it gets to the point where I want to make fun of him, but I can't because I I just I think he's pathetic. And once you hit that level of, of, of patheticness like that, I, I can't make fun of you anymore. Uh, they are raiding Mike Pence's home for documents. Okay. So if he dies, does it go to Dr. Oz? No, they'll probably, you know, oh, no, 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 no. All right, let me go into a real quick uh, conspiracy thought here. Do you remember when he was running? You remember when he was running and uh, he met with Joe Biden and Joe Biden came out and said, and it was, uh, it was Fetterman and his wife. And we found out his wife is very politically motivated and very politically active. 
And Joe Biden said, oh, his wife should be a senator too. Watch out for her. She might run for a seat. They'll probably end up having a runoff. And she'll run for a seat, and I'll tell you right now, she'll win. She'll win hands down. I talked to somebody from Pennsylvania, and they actually brag about John Fetterman there. The people that support him, I'm like, I think the guy who pulled a shotgun on an unarmed black man that was jogging. I think they should call a coin flip at the game, or at least let him flip the coin. His wife will become the senator. I, oh, man, that scares me to death. Wow, way to scare me to death. Holy shit. That is going to do it for us today, as family. Thank you so much for being here all week. Monday, look, we're going to go over the game, the commercials, the pregame show, the commercials, the halftime show, the, the national anthem. We will spend time with every bit of that as the bowl of superness happens on Sunday. So until then, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Now, let me tell you, y'all are going to the bowl of superness parties uh, around and you're going to have some uh, cocktails, enjoy. Drink it up. Drink for me. But make sure you have a way home. Make sure you're not driving. Get yourself an Uber. Get yourself a Lyft. Get a cab. get Get a designated driver. Get home. Get here for Monday's show. Until then, have a great weekend, as family, and adios, everybody. Uh... Well, I'm out on a tear, cause she's tearing me apart. If I look up on the outside, y'all to see my heart, and it's
got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.